What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs live with you on this Wednesday night. Once again, getting you qualified for free beer game of the week this week. Pittsburgh at Atlanta and the final score square challenge brought to us by Mineral, uh, Miller Lite. Qualifications coming in uh, just about uh, 11 minutes now. Perfect. Uh, you will need phone numbers for that, however. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, say, be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers to contribute and to win prizes. Uh, Chunks Carolla, our executive producer, is running around producing something. Tommy Bateman, our director, is on the talk and roll controls. And the intern... Uh, or the interred, or intard. Intard. Uh, is uh, here as well, uh, the great Gazoo Manning. So uh, everyone here for your leisure this evening on a uh, on a very muggy, mm-hmm. kind of hot Wednesday night. I've been sweating like a maniac all day long. I just took off my shirt. Ooh. I took off my. Stud. I took off my over shirt. I know that we're planning to go have some drinks uh, later on tonight with uh, Gideon the boys down from uh, the Matador. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Matador. We do a happy uh, the hideout happy hour. Oh, hideout happy hour five to uh, five to eight this Friday. As it turns out, uh, special prize for you for those that show up between five and six o'clock. I thought my mom was going to be driving in from Texas with my little brothers to go to Halloween Horror Nights for our live broadcast mm-hmm. on Friday night. So I went ahead and bought tickets. She tells me she's not coming. So I have, uh, I do have tickets and a leftover parking pass for Universal Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights for this Friday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give them away at the Matador for those who come out and hang out with us for the happy hour. That's between 5 and 6. More than likely, just have you come in, fill something out, throw it in a box at 6 o'clock. We pull the name, give you the tickets, and we head down for the live broadcast. Uh, on Friday night for J Dubs' birthday as yes. well. So uh, we'll be doing all that uh, coming up on Friday. So that means only two nights uh, here at the compound in Maitland. Um, also, too, I want to point you to realradio.fm, the website, hideoutheretics.net, and fullblownaids.com. Do go and check out all of those lovely, lovely websites. Very busy Wednesday. Uh, the day continues to fly by, and I know you're continuing to have your uh, sleeping issues. Yes, all week long I've been just falling asleep. Uh, at odd times, I've been working on the computer, and like, uh, uh, next thing I know, I'm on the couch sleeping for an hour or so. It's been very odd. Mono. You think so? I don't feel sick. I just feel really tired. I think you have mono. Be perfectly honest. I've had, I've had mono before, and I felt sick on top of... Oh, uh, dirty. We were going to go through your whole sexual past. Mono's not a sexual thing. I'm sure it is. That's what I was told in church. <laughs> um, that and a baby rash. Sexual disease. So had those before. Uh, so you are you're not able to stay awake though, huh? Mm-mm. You think you're being drugged? I wish. I wish it was something like that. At least that'd be fun. What time are you going to bed at night? Uh, about four thirty. Well, there's the problem. And I wake up at twelve thirty, so yep. I'm getting my eight hours, and then I'm falling asleep all through the day for an hour at a time. That's not a real eight hours though. Why not? You need to be in bed by about two. Why? Two to ten, I think, and you'll find that those eight hours are a lot better. Those the, the eight hours are eight hours. No, 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 no. Don't even. It's not even close because a lot of that is daytime eight hours. It doesn't matter if it's daytime or nighttime eight, eight hours. The, the the blinds are drawn, and it's very, very dark in my place. It feels like night. No, but as a human being, we're meant to be up during the day. Mm-mm, I'm nocturnal. And the thing about being up, my during the, the, being up during the day is the fact that your body knows that it's light outside, and you're supposed to be getting you know, activity. 
and not sleeping until 12.30, then what, you take three naps in between 12.30 and the show? About an hour apiece, too, yeah. It's crazy. All right, Tommy says, uh, check your girlfriend's list. Drug Justin is on it. <laughs> That's just so she can get stuff done mm-hmm. without you bothering her. JoJo in the 407. So JoJo? Yo, yo, what's happening, fellas? What do you got? Love the show. Uh, Dubs, are you doing a lot of cocaine? No. <laughs> well, you know what? He's drinking all these energy drinks. Essentially, he is. I keep telling him, dude, you got to cycle off the energy drinks, if not for like two days. Mm-mm. Just two days and clean your system. Can't do it. Oh, by the way, let me say this really quickly. Uh, thank you to one Mr. Jimmy D. Why? I guess the representatives for Monster Energy Drink were in the building. Mm-hmm. And that is your energy drink. Yes, Monster, uh, the blue, the yeah. low carb. And I think that's the one they're really pushing right now. In fact, one of our heretics, EJ from the U, said that um, they were handing out free blue monsters downtown. Or maybe it was Bong Swap, Matt was, maybe it was Bong Swap, both of them. But they were handing these out like last Friday. Yeah, I know. So anyway, I, uh,. I guess, you know, Jimmy D goes up to the representative from Monster and says, Hey, the nighttime show, the hideout on Real Radio. Uh, J Dubs. Yeah, yeah, well, J Dubs loves it and lives on it. And he, so much so that he wanted to get a baby, baby pool, a waiting pool, mm-hmm. and fill it with Blue Monster and just lay in it and roll around mm-hmm. in it like a pig and drink it. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, Let's do it. So, whenever you want, J Dubs, you can go swimming in Blue Monster. Now. Give it to me now. I need it. Well, you got to give me a little bit more time to set it up. He said whenever I want. And how, I want it now. How about your birthday? Now, 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 now. How about your birthday for the T2 at the T2 Studios? I'm sure they'd love that. I'm sure Universal will be all over it. <laughs> K-Mike in the 321. Yeah, I had the same problem. What it is, you have too much protein in your body. The doctor um, prescribed me a order of chunks to suck some of that man protein all out. All right. <laughs> Let me ask you, I don't want to get too personal. Are you doing uh, some of that? No. Maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's up. what I need to do? It wakes you up. What are you doing? Um, nothing, really. Well, then maybe that's the problem, I'm too. I'm trying to think. Do you get outside? Do you walk the dog Yeah, anymore? I walk the dog a lot. And then you come back exhausted and uh-huh. need a nap? So is the dog. So me and the dog are just laying on each other. You've essentially turned into a cat. Mm-hmm. We're just napping throughout the day. And I hiss at people as they walk by. <sighs> boy, oh boy. All right, Jay. You're Hefe's brother, then. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I forgot about that. Uh, all right, Dubs. Here on a Friday night, or a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. It feels like a Friday night because we're going out afterwards. But it is a Wednesday night here in the hideout. There's a lot to get to. The government wants the ISPs, uh, Internet Service Providers, to start logging and keeping what every single user... Uh, what every single uh, website uh, they go to. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, too, uh, this U.S. population going over 300 million, and there's a local offender right here uh, in Central Florida that we're going to uh, single out as well. Uh, oh, what'd you find? The five best political ta- uh, attack ads? Yeah, so far for the political uh, attack season, you know, all the ads are on TV. You can't get away from them right now unless you have uh, TiVo. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the top five. Just brutal attack ads from the whole country. So. Uh, that should be a lot of fun, too. Uh, we'll get into that. Oh, and I found this incredibly interesting thing on, um, I think it was FARC.com, mm-hmm. talking about what parents think. I may even want to go with this uh, when we get back from the commercial break. What what teenagers say they've done sexually 
and then what their parents think, and it has the breakdown of percentages. And it's so funny to see how off parents are when it comes to their children and what their children are doing. It's it's actually it, it's shocking. I mean, you and I kind of know it because we're in that age between... Yeah, we're, we're fairly shortly removed from all of it. Yeah, we're shortly removed from being a teenager, and also, too, we're kind of halfway, you know, or nearing maybe that whole parental stage of our mm-hmm. lives, and so we can see both sides. But it is funny where, like, in the next 10 years, if you and I have children, how we will completely lose touch about what our uh, our kids would be doing sexually. Let's go to Big Hands in the 407. What's up, Big Hands? Hey, baby, how you doing, man? Uh, I am offering to have sex with Tycho Tyrone and throw those tickets. Uh, leave little Tycho Tyrone, my cat. He wants it. All black people want it. All right, stop it. Uh, here's what you got to do, big hands for those tickets. Listen, man, I, I, I have a lot of people that want it. The Matador is on the way down to uh, to uh, Universal. You got to show up there, and we will uh, put you in a drawing. Let me fondle your pee. No, all right, all right. Thank you. <laughs> my cat. I'm not pimping out my cat for these Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Why that not? I, that I bought from my mom. Jeff in the 407. It's a win-win. No. How y'all doing? What's Good. up, bro? Hey, buddy. Love the show. Listen, uh, weird situation. I got two tickets to the Pet Shop Boys. I don't know. You guys seem pretty free-thinking, sort of Democrat. Maybe you, you even have a gay or two listener that would appreciate the show more than I will. All right. Uh, so I'm here. I'm at iDrive, and uh, I got two tickets. There's a 7-Eleven just down the street from iDrive. Mm-hmm. I guess it's, I don't know, Carrier Drive. Are you looking? Right are you right look- by the Wet and Wild. And you- anybody can have them if they come up to me and they say that the hideout rocks. All right, so you were looking to just give them away? Right, fat guy, red shirt, two tickets. Here's what, I'm, here's what I'm worried about. This is a setup for gay bashing. Can you promise <laughs> I, me that, that I, this is not a setup for gay bashing? I give you my word as a loyal fan. I promise you nothing's going to happen. All right, I don't uh, want to get these tickets gone and go home and watch some Mythbusters the, and go to sleep. The 7-Eleven on iDrive right next to the Wet n' Wild. If you go see Jeff, he's in a red shirt. He has a couple Pet Shop Boy tickets. That's very nice of you, man. And just, uh, you know, just go over there real fast if you're in the neighborhood. Give it about ten minutes and see if people show up, all right? For, man. Right. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Dr. Hitler in the 407. Oh, no. Hey, man, I'm offering to tag team your cat with Lester uh, for free. No. No. <laughs> Leave my cat, Tycho Tyrone, out of this. Hey, Dubs, man, not sleeping at night. You're not getting any REM rest, which is what your body needs to uh, regenerate. Sure I am. Why Why? Why would it matter uh, what time of day I'm sleeping? It just matters how long. For hundreds of years, people have slept at night, man. Just because you're different and I'm different doesn't mean our bodies are. Here's the difference, though. J-Dubs talked about his nocturnal emissions related to REM, dreaming about Michael Stipe. So and, I think... And I'm a doctor, so you can trust me. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. You have a <laughs> prescript pad from Cozumel, Mexico, from the Monster Cruise. Ass. All right, see you later. And let's go to Rambus in the 321. What's up, Rambus? What's up, guys? What do you got, buddy? Not much, man. I just wanted to tell you guys, dude, I, I called in last night and said the same thing, that I moved here from Tennessee, and you guys are my life now because there's nothing like that up there in Tennessee. Here's what, I, here's what I like. Rambus is my – I need Rambus to call every night as just a little ego boost. Yeah, huh? All I right, like Ram, it. Rambus, we appreciate that, man. If we got anything else going on tonight? Yeah, uh, I was going to – and I definitely will do that. Um, but uh, I was going to – for Dub, uh, man, go to the doctor and ask for A and B, dude. I've been on that. It works. I would if I didn't miss open enrollment and I'm pissed off myself. Oh, did you really? Yeah. 
Oh, you were gonna you were gonna go ahead and go get mm-hmm. insurance? Yeah, no, I missed it. They only sent us about seventeen emails about it. Thank us, thank you, Rambus. Thank you, Rambus. All right, bipolar Steve says, how much? Have someone drink the pool of Monster Energy drink after Dubs plays in it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I sit in the in there, you know, in my uh, skibbies, and then for uh, the helmet of shame, our uh, our drunkie the bear from the Monsters in the Morning who lost this week <laughs> drinks a big glass of it. Helmet of shame. Would you do this if uh, at Monster Ween? Are you going to be in your costume, though? Yeah, I don't want to ruin my costume. Ah, that's too bad. We'll have to do it some other time, mm-hmm. then. We'll just have Drunky come up. Maybe we'll do it on, during an open door. I like that. And have you just uh, downstairs in a waiting pool of Blue Monster Energy drink and then have uh, Drunky drink it? Mm-hmm. In my skibbies. Uh, J-Dubs, a pool of Blue Monsters and a theme park of little kids. Kid Toucher gone crazy. <laughs> That's from Bong Swap Matt. Dr. Johnson, 981. What's up, Dr. John? Yes, um, it is what it is. It's just like the previous caller said. Um, you need to come down to my office and I'll prescribe you um, two chunks to suck your memory. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have to dump out of that one. It's getting over and over again. I like him. He's just you got you got to somewhat veil, veil it, it yeah. you know, <laughs> just a little bit. I will right, we'll take a break and come back. Um. Dubs, I think I even want to come back with this. Uh... All right, let me give you a little tease of this. Everything you don't want to know about your kid's sex life. This is from the New York Magazine. Okay? All right. And they polled, you know, uh, parents and uh, children. Mm. Let me go down to a good question. All right, what percentage of students say they've watched an X-rated movie? This is all students, uh, ages... High school, I'm guessing. Uh huh. Ninety. I would say eighty-five. Sixty-five percent. What? Well, yeah, I guess the girls in uh, high school. No, they're all whores. They watched it. They are, but they a lot of them won't admit to it, and uh, a lot of them haven't. They don't get uh, into that until college, and then they go buck wild. What percentage of parents think that their their kids have watched an X-rated movie? Forty-five. Twenty. 25%. Wow. There's nearly a... There are 40% of parents that don't have a clue. You would think that any uh, parent who has a boy knows that they watched an X-rated movie. Go into their room. Do a little search and seizure. All right, how about this one? What percentage of students say that they have dry humped? Um... 40. 51%. Makes sense, high school. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of only what you're you know, able to do. You want another percentage of parents that believe that their children have... I'll go 25 on this one. I'll tell you when we get back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs>
Tuesday, 80s bumper music night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. J-Dubs, who is our qualifier in the final score square challenge for free beer from Miller Lite? Wayne in the 3-2-1. Congratulations, Wayne. Game of the week, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Details on RollRadio.fm. Three more qualifications uh, coming up tonight, 8-15, 9-15, and 10-15. Um, New York Magazine did a poll. Uh, 100 teens versus 100 parents. The promiscuity poll. Mm. And it's just interesting to hear and see what parents think is going on. And what actually is going on with the kids. Yeah. All right. Before the break, I told you, percentage of teenagers or students, teens, mm. that have dry humped, i.e. had clothes on while making out and stuff like yeah. that. It was 51% of the teens that said that they've done it. Your guess for the parents, the percentage of parents that think that their kid had done it. I said 25. I'm guessing 15. 15% is correct, Tommy Babing. Very good job. By the way, there's nothing worse than that. What, dry humping? That act. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you get you get rug burn. Yeah. Yeah, in bad areas from your um, jeans. All right, here's one really zipper. Cool. French kissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know pretty innocent. You're in high school, teenager, whatever. Eighty-four percent of teens said they had done it. Forty-three percent of parents. Only forty-three percent thought that their parents had, or that their kids had had a French kiss. At that French time. kissing isn't anything too bad either. You'd think parents would be like, you know, he probably has or she probably has. It's not that big of a deal. Now here's what's funny though. Like I'm thinking right now about my little brothers. Mm-hmm. All right, I got two. Two little brothers, one for my mom, one for my dad, who are in this age, high school age. Mm-hmm. I think one of them has had a French kiss, and one of them probably hasn't. Really? Yeah. I don't think lover boys had a French kiss. I think they've done it to each other. To my brothers, dude. What's wrong with Whatever. you? Whatever. Half-brothers. Just practice. Well, then it's not. It's fine, then. It's only half wrong. I mean, you, they they practice on their hands, and then, you know, you want, you want to compare and contrast. All right. Here's an interesting one. Too much tongue, dude. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Like Bill and Ted all of a sudden? All right. Excellent. Again, the uh, 100 teens versus 100 parents promiscuity poll. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. Feel free to hop in, though, if you have any, uh, if you think these numbers are off at all. 407 star one four one if you have a singular wireless phone. Let's just say received mouth treats. Okay. 61% of teens say that they have. Really? You know how hard that is to get as an adult? But do you remember, like, it was that time right after we had left high school? Maybe it's right after I left, or maybe especially, like, right after you left, when mm-hmm. kids really started to seem to get a li- little bit more loose? Well, uh, you know, probably my junior and senior year of high school, girls would, you know, perform oral, but they wouldn't go any further. Right, right, right. And then you heard about it all the time of happening in uh, hallways or stairwells and yep. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 61% ever... of teens, only 10% of parents believe that. Now, in the contrast, performed treats. All right? All right. 51% of teens say yes, they've done that. What do you think the percentage of parents is that think that their kids have done it, have performed? Ten. Damn, that was mine. I'm going to go 12 and a half. One. 
Ah. 1% of parents think that there's no way that their kid... It's so hard to uh, be asked that question and to visualize that. And you're like, no, no way. No way my little daughter is doing that. Or son. I mean, seriously. I know, but like, yeah, your son, you're like, whatever, have fun. But when's your daughter? Son doing that. Um, here's one. Punch the clown. Percentage of uh, students have punched the clown. 100%. This is why I feel it could be a little off. 57%. <laughs> but here's the thing. you got to take into account the, uh, liars? the girl. Well, the girls and some of the liars. Like I told you, I didn't do it throughout high school. Well, I did you it, had. I did it right before the sixth grade. I didn't do it again until college. But you had done it, so now, you would have fallen into that. Percentage of parents that think that their kid has uh, punched the clown. I'm gonna say over eighty. I'm gonna, gonna say we go uh, we go uh, reverse on this one. I'll go a little lower. I'll go sixty-five. Thirty-six <laughs> percent. Now you know sometimes too there are parents that refuse to believe. I believe all my little brothers at this point in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're between the ages of sixteen and twelve, thirteen. Oh yeah, they're all doing it. What do the parents think? They just have their kids playing with a lot of Elmer's glue? Is that what the, is going on? I guess. Washing their clothes all the time? That they kept spelling bleach yeah. when they are trying to do uh, clothes? There's, there's chlorine. Uh... Let's go Lisa in the 407. What's up, Lisa? You know, uh, these parents, I, I can't believe that these parents, the people that were like in the 60s and 70s, are that ignorant considering what they were doing when they were in high school. You know, uh, these are more 80s parents, like 70s and 80s parents, aren't they? Yeah, but still, even my kids were, you know, my kids, I'm 55 years old. My kids, <laughs> I know what they were doing, and I talked their language because I knew what I was doing in the 60s, for crying out loud. You don't, you don't sound a hair over 48, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Here's what's interesting <laughs> about that, too, sweetie, is that, you know, that's what Dubs and I are talking about. At what point as a parent do you lose touch? Completely. Yeah, you, you have no idea what's going on with their kids. Even though you were that kid at that same time. Exactly. I guess it's just something very hard to visualize your kid doing. All right, percentage undress someone for the teens. Mm-hmm. You want, what do you want to guess? 70. 56%. Parents? Parents um, I would say uh, 35. 11. <laughs> The undressing someone is kind of, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to visualize my kid doing that. Uh, had actual sex. 55% that they said that they had had sex, teens. I'm going to um, go with uh, 7 for the parents. Only Well, 26%. Wait, I know. It's odd. Because here's the thing. And I've said this before. Sex, you can kind of... Like, on a primal level, like, you see mammals, and, you know, you watch the Discovery Channel and things like that, and you see it happening. I don't picture children when I'm uh, I know watching you the Discovery. But, you know, it's one thing. But then to go on to further acts, mm-hmm. you know, and other sexual acts, that's when it becomes, you know, a parent's like, well, no, maybe, you know, maybe not. I would hope not. John in the 407. What's up, John? John, go. Yeah, I... About punt the kids and the percentage, I don't really believe that parents should be thinking that low of, you know, of their kids. 
should be more higher or something like that because every parent should know that their kids, you know. Well, they, I mean, they're just so oblivious to what actually their kids are doing when they go out. A um, couple more of these. Had sex without a condom, 29% of teens, 1% of parents think so. So 99% of the parents think that if at least they've had sex, they're going to use a condom. You know, I, I would I would agree with that. I would think that, uh, you know, you you preach that to your kids. You think, okay, if they are going to do that, they're at least wearing condoms. They're doming it. Let's go to Lisa in the 407. What's up, Lisa? I just wanted to weigh in on the delusional parents because I have two girls, one's four and one's 16, and, you know, I, I was pretty much with you there um, through most of it, you know, I mean, with you guys, not with the delusional parents mm-hmm. in this poll, but, I mean, like, the punch in the clown thing, my four-year-old does it. What? I, I've heard of that, though. I've actually <laughs> heard in, like, seen, exactly. yeah, seen Law and Orders on, you know, really young children doing that act. It's- completely normal in toddlers because they just become aware of it you know i mean it's almost like a dog you know they yeah it's there and they do and you just tell them do that in your room and you know <laughs> you make sure they don't do it in public so uh, uh, if, if my four-year-old's done it i'm thinking my 16 year old's done it I, what do you think your 16 year old had do you think your 16 year old is still has uh, her virginity or no uh, I would like to think so, and if not, I know she's educated well enough to know, A, not to let her father know, because oh, yeah. her boyfriend oh. is over 18, and he'd have him arrested, Ooh. and uh, at least wear condoms, because uh. I've told her, you know, from I will give her, she can have, whatever, go take, anything, you know, it's right. fine, just, just don't get... You know, more than being pregnant, don't die. Yeah, don't get it. You sound like a good mom. Lisa sounds like a good mom. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it. You have this look of disdain for her on your face. Why? I don't have a look of disdain. You you absolutely do. If people on real TV could see it. You have this thing. I just don't think her daughter's that smart. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe she's giving her a little bit more credit like you hear and all, Mm -hmm. you know, like you see in these polls. All right. I still got a whole bunch of that. I got a few more. That you want to come back with a little bit more of this? Sure, and we have a, a ton of phone calls to take, so we'll come back with those as well. All right, let me leave you with another teaser, real fast, because all, all right. of us have seen this to catch a predator. Okay. Percentage of teens that have had conversations with a stranger on the internet. Twenty-five percent. Okay. With a MySpace, a conversation I, could be an IM, you know, a back and forth, uh, you know, messaging, whatever. Most of it can be, the majority of it, very innocent. Percentage of parents that think that their teens have had conversations with a stranger on the Internet. I'll tell you that next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. A singer in a snow-cat room. A smell of wine and cheap perfume. Hell yeah. For a smile they can share the night. It, it goes on and on. November 5th, baby. Up and down the boulevard. Is that a Sunday night? Yes, it is. I'll be there with you. Yeah? Yeah. We need to get another pair of tickets. Oh, is your chick going to go? Yeah. Well, never mind. I'm not going. Why not? Off the hook. Actually, I wouldn't mind going to see uh, Def Leppard and Journey. It's going to be a blast. Ooh, Def Leppard as well? Yeah. Ooh, Armageddon it. 
It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Better have security uh, security on hand, because there's hysteria when they're near. <laughs> I killed him. Let's go to Tony in the 407 real quick. Hey, you. Yeah. Hey, Tony. Yeah. What up, dope? <laughs> hey, I, I went and got some Pet Shop Boys tickets from the guy. I wanted to say thanks. Uh, I'm not gay, but I'm going to enjoy the Pet Shop Boys with a buddy of mine. Oh, that's nice. very cool. Yeah, we had somebody calling early. I believe it was Jason. He was in at the 7-Eleven um, on uh, I Drive near Wet n Wild, and he was giving away Pet Shop tickets just to a listener of the hideouts. So congratulations, man. Go enjoy that Thank show. Thank you very much. If my buddy doesn't show up, I'm going to sell him. Thanks a lot, buddy. All right. Hey, whatever you got to do. <laughs> you know what you got to do, bro. Yeah, do what you got to do. I wouldn't mind seeing a show like that. It'd be kind of fun. All right, getting back to this, uh, the 100 teens versus 100 parents promiscuity poll. We've been uh, talking about this for about the last 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Left you off with this question. Percentage of teens that have had conversations with a stranger on the Internet in this day and age of the dateline to catch a predator, which, by the way, is moving to USA. Oh, is it? And it's two hours now on Fridays. So we'll be recording that. We'll have a lot of material on uh, Monday. I said 25% of teens. What percentage of parents? I'm thinking uh, 15. Tommy? What was the uh, question? 25% of uh, kids have had... uh... Sexual conversations with a stranger on the Internet. What what do the parents think that is? Yeah. Uh, Probably like 5%. Three. Tommy Bateman right there. Taking a shower with someone in the nude, 27% of teens <laughs> say yes. I don't know why that makes me laugh. I, I mean... 6% of parents believe that. I guess, I mean, I guess it's only sexual showers, because anybody who has gym classes yeah. showered in the nude. Same thing, right? It can be sexual. Tell you what. Had sex on your parents' bed. Oof. I, I couldn't do that. 16% of students say they had, or teens... I'll say 1%. That's it, 1% of uh, parents. I'm a lucky winner. I am, too. I won the Omen today. Me, too. I'm excited about going home and watching that. Maybe tomorrow. Oddly enough, we're caller 9 on the same day. Yep. It's got a yellow fever on the 407. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? I just have a quick question. Um, I wonder if anyone else had this issue when they were in high school. I always have... Whenever I take a shower in high school, I'd always have to deal with punching the... Punching the the clown? Punching a friggin' clown, yeah. You know what? Follow me in there, man. (laughs) All right, they. I see what you were doing. Trying to tell a joke. (laughs) Yellow fee red jokes. Um. Had sex with a member of the same sex. Teen said. Ten percent. Seven. Thirteen. Damn it. Parents said. Zero. One. Three. You guys are getting better on this game. Yeah. All right, I got a couple more. Just like maybe three more questions for you here in this survey. Let's go to Shark in the 352. What's up, Shark? Love your show. Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Listen, I'm a 41-year-old parent of a 15-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that the minute she leaves my house and goes out on a date or goes to the movie... She's touching something. She's kissing something. Somebody's touching her. My God, it wasn't that long ago. I was 15, 16 years old. Right. So, my God, then, you know, if, if I wouldn't, you know, 
get my dipstick wet once a week, I was unhappy. No, I hear you now. What do you do? You sit down and have a conversation with her about it? <laughs> yes, I mean we're we're a very religious family, and, and right. we go to church. And she even swore and took a vow of chastity until she gets married. Now I'm hoping. And she's, I hope and pray that she keeps that vow. But you aren't expecting but, it. She's got one of yeah, those I'm promise not, you know, rings. I might as well go to you know the roulette table and bet on black. You know, I, right? The odds are against me. <laughs> I hear you. you uh, know, does she have a promise ring? I do ring? make it clear to the boys that come to my house: if you touch my child, if you do anything inappropriate, and she Thank comes home upset. I got a 45 in the shell, and ain't nobody going to miss you. Now, you know what's funny? Thank you for that phone call, man. I, uh, I see there are some good parents listening. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Realistic parents, too. If they're listening to this show, they got to be realistic. Yeah, they have to know. I had to do that gimmick. Uh, Take the vow? No, not the vow. Well, I did that, too. That didn't last. That lasted about six weeks. Uh, ironically enough, after I took the vow, that's when I was starting to get some mass. It uh, worked out perfectly for me. But no, I had to do the thing of coming over, picking up the girlfriend, mm-hmm. and signing the shotgun shell. <laughs> it, I know some people say it didn't happen. It actually has happened to me. I had to sign a shotgun uh, shell. You know what? He should have just like kind of tossed it to you lightly and said, hey, if you do anything wrong, the next one comes a lot faster. Was that from a movie? No. All right, here we go. Two more questions. Three more questions. Percentage of teens that have uh, backdoor action. Teens say? 12. 7. 12. Damn it. Parents say? 4. 1. Tommy's a winner. 12% of teens. Percentage of parents that believe so, 1%. See, I bet my daughter does it. (laughs) You know what, though? (laughs) I bet that is exactly what it is. Yeah, she's a little skank. I'm sure she's been there, done that. a broken home family. Actually, we knew... Learned it from her mom. We knew somebody who... Oh, I haven't had sex with my girlfriend. We've just done that other mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. before. That's so, very common, actually. That's still so backwards to me. To me yeah, it, it seems worse. Oh, it is worse. I think it is worse. Without a doubt. I mean, you know how hard as an adult it is to talk a girl into that? Why is it, why is it so opposite when the girls are younger, but know. like uh, when they get older, it's impossible to talk you into that? You know what? Honestly... I think as women get older, they come to learn the value of their bodies. Good evening, godless sodomites. Romeo, Romeo, where's your feces, Romeo? And I honestly believe that. I don't think that teenage girls know how much guys are willing to either do and or pay, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of presents and dinners and things like that. I just don't think they know. And then as you, you know, as you... Grow into your womanhood, and you get to college, and you know, graduate from college, or you know, get out of high school and begin working for a living. I think you then begin finally to realize. Let's go to Russ in the four hundred seven. What's up, Russ? Hey, what's up? Uh, um, hey, uh, back to the uh, the little girls and uh, uh, punching the clown and stuff. I've got two two young girls. One's uh, six, and one's one. And the one-year-old has discovered her body, and it's kind of startling. And the six-year-old made a comment to my sister, and uh, I don't, I don't kind of, kind of remove myself from this because it, it freaks me out, and I just don't want to know it. And I got you. Now let me say right. this. Thank you for killing the music. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I don't want to turn that music off. I didn't want, I didn't want people to get the wrong idea. Hey, thanks yeah. for the thanks for the phone call. Now, have you I, not? I'm oblivious to that. I I guess I'm one of these 
people are kind of removed and don't really know about how young these children are doing this. Well, you don't even remember when you were a kid and I, you I don't think I couldn't did. keep your hands off yourself? I don't think I did. It happened when we were over at Big Hand's party with the uh, massage therapist Kimmy's kid. Ugh. And she was telling him, hey, wait till we get home. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't remember that. That was right after he was running right up behind your butt. Ugh. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> Repeatedly. One, yeah. Here's the other thing, too, really quickly about that. You haven't seen, like, the countless law and orders ripped from the headlines about that happening, the parents being so freaked out about it the way you're freaked out about it now, that they end up mutilating the kid because they think the kid is possessed and like a little demon or something? I've watched Law & Order over and over and over again, the uh, SVUs and all that kind of stuff, and I, I don't remember an episode like that. All right. Two more questions. we got to take a break and come back. All right. Like, I'll, give you, I'll give you both of them, and I want you to think about them over the break. Okay. Questions. Again, this is the 100 teens versus 100 parents promiscuity poll. Uh, done by the New York Magazine. So, hi, Dr. Radio 104.1. Here it is. Uh, percentage have been told to slow down when making the moves on someone. And then the percentage who have punched the clown while someone watched. We'll take a break, come back. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. It's hard, isn't it? Good evening, godless sodomite. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, 80s bumper music night. On a Wednesday night here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, just talking about this teens versus uh, parent poll. We got time for some few uh, quick phone calls here. Here's one of the things you, this this shows, if anything, mm-hmm. is just how parents eventually end up losing touch with their kids and what it was like to be a teenager. Yeah, I mean, not even knowing what their kids are doing or what they would have been doing if they were kids. Yeah. Let's go to uh, William in the 407. What's up, William? What's going on, Hideout? Hey, buddy. Um, love your show. Um, I, I just got to thinking, I was listening to your show. I'm 20 years old, and my parents and I have always had great communication. Um, I'm a smoker now, but they actually sadly got me to smoke, gave me a cigarette, and said, hey, you know, if you smoke, we want to know about it. You know, we're not going to be mad. We just want to know what's going on. We want to know what you're doing, and we want to protect you. Now, I don't know what went wrong between then and now where there's no communication at all. I believe that um, children should have communication with their parents. They just, I think parents are there to protect you. It's not that they don't care, it's just they want to know what's going on because, of course, they've been through it, and they know you're going to go through it, but they want to be there for you, and, you know, then problems are going to arise. Right. Here's the thing. I think a lot of parents get into the uh, kind of fall into the trap of either becoming too much of a parent or too much of a friend and don't find the middle ground, and I think that hurts uh, either way. I don't think there needs to be a middle ground. I think you need to be a, be a parent. I think you do, but I think uh, your you, your kids need to trust you as well and not need to uh, feel like they need to rebel against you at every moment. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have that the, that you have to be their friend. You know what I mean? Like I, in I, a way, I, yeah. I think I think they feel comfortable with you, like uh, they'd feel comfortable with their friends. I think that's just part of being a good parent. I think the problem overall is when you lean at any point to try to be a friend. 
Because I think that's where the issue's coming. Because you know, you, you can't be like a, a dictator at home. No, of course they not. Are, they aren't, and uh, you know, I think there, you know, there has to be uh, guidance and trust. And they, they, if you're just trying to uh, push them, telling them what they need to do and how they need to live, they're going to uh, push back at you. All right, I got you. All right, here we go. Percentage of these teens who have punched the clown while someone watched. Teens say. Ten percent. Thirteen. Fifteen percent. Yes. Parents who say their teen has done that? Two percent. One. Tommy Bateman on fire. Let's go to Michelle in the 407. Hey, Michelle. Hey, guys. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. Um, I was just going to bring up the point that yesterday I was watching the news, and um, there was like a hidden camera while a guy was doing an interview with that car guy. John Marcar? Yeah, yeah, that guy. And um, he, he made a comment. He said that one of the most beautiful things he saw was a four-year-old girl humping the side of a couch. And God. that it was almost instinct and not an orgasm, but a, a full body. Like, he, it was just, it was sick. It yeah, was sick. right. He no. said it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, you know, I may actually have that audio somewhere of John Mark Carr, to be honest with you. I'll yeah, he was on Larry King, too, I think. I'll see if I can dig that out. Let's go to John. Uh, all right, uh, Tommy, this is our happy uh, music whenever the... Uh, John Mark Carr stuff comes up. Yeah, whenever everything just too awful uh, begins to get discussed. John Mark Carr in the 321. John Mark Carr. John in the 321. Wow. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys, I just want to uh, elaborate on the back door thing. You know, I've I've gone to great lengths to get my wife sloppy drunk where she passes out <laughs> to try that. And the steel trap always comes down. All right. No matter what. I got you. I hear you. I don't feel like I need to go any further with that. Let's go to Mr. McNugget in the 407. Uh, I'd rather not. He actually has a good question. Yeah, I just had a question. Has Gazoo showed you your, his 40-year-old woman pictures yet? All right, that is a good question. Completely unrelated. Gazoo, our intern, insists that he's dating a 44-year-old woman and says that he would bring in photos. Have I'm you, coming out. Have you brought photos yet? <laughs> Um, no. So she isn't real. She is real. I just ha- haven't gotten around to it yet. LOL. Haven't gotten around to it yet. We're even though, we spent, even though been... we spent 45 minutes on the show talking about it on Monday. I, I know. I, I'm i just really concerned about asking her. I think it's a little weird. No, just say you want to get a picture with her, just so you can look at her anytime you want. Oh, so just, okay, me and her. Yeah. Okay, cool. God, you're retarded. What did you think we met? Uh, we'll send people over at the Outback at New Smyrna to take a picture of her. That won't be necessary, but I'll get you a picture. All right, just wondering, because the heretics have already volunteered. Finally, J-Dubs, percentage of teens who have been told to slow down when making moves on someone, 21%. Mm-hmm. Percentage of parents that think that their teens have been told to slow down when making a move someone on someone, 5%. The only reason I bring this uh, particular question up is, do you remember the heroes, not from this last week, but the week before? The yeah. cheerleader and the... Uh, and the quarterback? Yeah, her out there. Uh, where they're, they're making out, and he starts getting wandering hands. Yeah, he starts going up the skirt. And she does the angle of grabbing the hand. And pushing it away. And I, God, yes. I, I cannot tell you how, as a guy, how frustrating that little, you're still making out. Mm-hmm. You're and still you, well, the, the, the frustrating, snuggling or whatever you're doing. The frustrating part is, you're making out, there's so much hope. 
when you're making out. Because you're thinking and this then, could be it. And then you know, all right, this is as far as I'm going to go, and I have to keep on doing this just so I don't look like an ass. Right. Just so you don't stop right there and, you know, she ends up hating you. Mm-hmm. You just donkey punch her. What, what does that mean? Shut up. going to comply. Shut up. Shock jock. What? We're, we're trying to sit here and have a, uh, a conversation. conversation. And then you're coming in here being a shock jock. She shouldn't. She Shut shouldn't. up. All right, the Wild Hawk says, that's never happened to me. I date amputees. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, funny. Yeah, I'll that. Write that down. Maybe you, now. Why don't you try that joke? A date uh, amputees. I see. Poor delivery. Radio roadblock. Radio jihad. I date amputees. Now we were looking at a chick. We were looking at that chick from Heroes, mm-hmm. and Dubs is like, "Man, I'm really into her." Is yeah. it wrong? And I'm like, "No, it's not wrong. Whatever. I'm sure she's like 20 or 21, just playing a teenager." I went on IMDb. The girl's only 17. And she just turned 17. In August, yeah. But she's a celebrity. They have like a sliding scale. Do they? Yeah. 17 is legal <laughs> in most states. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Next year's Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Oh, she's number one. I think she is the top front runner right now for the uh, have you seen up her, and Tommy? comer gata- no. category. Really? I'll even, find her real quick Even more you. so than Prussian Blue? Oh, that's a good one, too. Do you get both of them? No. That, ah. I think you got to pick one. All right, Jade, when we I'll, come I'll back... i the racist one. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we got the uh, top five uh, political attack ads. Oh, and guess who said they're going to join us in the hideout? Who? Uh, the guy who likes to land airplanes on I-4. <laughs> Max Lynn. When is that happening? What is he, with the Reform Party or something? Yeah, Reform Party. He's going to come in. Is it, have we decided on Friday or Monday? Uh, was going to be Monday. We're trying to move it earlier to Friday. So okay. I go and my email. Also on Friday, J-Dubs, we'll be talking to uh, the very hot Indian guy from Heroes. Mm-hmm. That, huh? that had to get rescheduled. He is hot. Saeed? I... No, it's not Saeed. Oh, this guy makes uh, Saeed look like... Uh, a monster. Say he's pretty sexy. He's got dreamy eyes. All right, I'm going to send this over to you, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy will take it. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Oh, chance for qualification for free beer also on the way. Uh, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is. Preach it, sister. Retarded. <laughs> I'm coming out. I could do it with my guy friends. Back in the hideout on a Wednesday night, Real Radio 104.1. Into this segment, an opportunity for you to win a free beer. Miller Lite Final Score Square Challenge brought to us, uh, of course, by Miller Lite. Details on RealRadio.fm. We'll get you qualified here in about five, six minutes. You know that girl from uh, Heroes? She was taken by Matt Albert last year. I knew she looked familiar. Didn't he win it last year? Did he? Yeah, I think so. I think he won it overall. Deserved to. Yeah. Um, A pick like that. Cheated. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we do broadcast live from Halloween Horror Nights on Friday. J-Dubs' birthday. I'm really looking forward to it. I love the studios out there. And you know what's going to be so cool? Free food. Free food. And the fact that last year when we were out there, yeah, it was, we were all alone. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, you didn't go out, uh, get to go out there last time this past summer. Because I was on a vacation. Yeah. And, How uh, was it with people walking around? A little different, like, because uh, the first time we were out there, it was uh, we were all alone. So I wasn't really, you know, I, I we didn't get to experience with all the people walking by. But it's cool. It's like what I really thought radio would be like when I first got in, where, you know, people were walking by the studio at all times. You're like, you're right in the middle of everything. I never understand. I've always wanted to be at a, a studio that's... Right in the middle of like a city area. I felt like Al Roker. It really did seem like you know, that's what I thought radio would be too. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't we set up downtown, like uh, at Orange and Pine or something? That'd be great. I always thought they should have done that when we were in D.C. That mm-hmm. just made so much more sense. Well, they did have that one studio for HFS right downtown in some like uh, skate shop. Yeah, and uh, I always wanted to go down there and broadcast in, in Chinatown. That and uh, before you and I got to ninety two on the edge in Lansing. They mm-hmm. had one right next to a bar. Yeah, right down there in the College Town area, right in the in the bar area where all the bars were. So this is going to be a lot of fun. It's J Dubs' birthday. Turns out I bought tickets for my mom to go to Halloween Horror Nights. My little brothers, they're not coming from Texas, so I have two pair of tickets that were given away at the Matador this Friday. Got to be there between five and six. We're going to do a little drawing. Yeah, I even got a parking pass for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you win that, and we head on down to our Halloween Horror Nights, and I have a lot of fun coming up this Friday. <laughs> Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Political season, man, it's heating up. It's uh, it's funny, too, because uh, this afternoon I was watching Local 6, mm-hmm. you know, just checking out the news before coming in on the show, and every other ad is a political ad right now. And in, in one commercial break, it was an ad for Jim Davis, then an ad for, like, a car dealer, then another Jim Davis ad, mm-hmm. who is the uh, Democratic candidate for governor here in Florida. And then I, I saw thought Charlie Crist was. I thought he was running both parties. He, essentially. Well, that's why we're having Max Lynn on the show, mm-hmm. uh, either Friday or Monday, the Reform Party. He's so he's so hard up for uh, publicity he's doing this show. So we'll talk to him about landing a plane on I-4 and uh, trying to out Charlie Crist. So anyway, you found the top five political attack ads because this is this is ends up uh, what's a lot of fun. These yeah. uh, these races around the nation and how they just get dirty, man. Yeah, they they uh, underhanded, dirty. And there was one that I could not find, and it pissed me off. I guess uh, YouTube had to pull it down. A bunch of people had to pull it down. It's off the internet completely. There was one where uh, a guy was saying uh, that uh, his uh, his opponent had. Uh, Fondled uh, young women and made the I uh, paid them with uh, with the taxpayers' money to watch porn in front of them. What? Yeah, teen girls. I can't find it now. I guarantee one of our listeners will be able to find it. Let me find out which uh, which candidate it was. Yeah. It was great though. Like I read through like the whole thing of uh, of who it was. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Um, I, what's this first one right here? Uh, Republican, or is it a Democrat? Harold Ford out of Tennessee for Senate? I don't know. I don't have the list here. Yeah, well, you should. Um. I should, but I don't. I believe, I believe it's Harold Ford out of Tennessee. Hideout download. Harold Ford says, I won't let them make me someone I'm not. Fair enough. 
So what kind of man parties with Playboy playmates in lingerie, then films political ads from a church pew, voted to kill the Patriot Act and cut intelligence funding, then talks tough on security, votes against border security and against putting troops on the border, then says he wants to fight illegal immigration? What kind of man is Harold Ford? The National Republican Senatorial Committee is responsible for the content of this ad. All right, I'll be honest. I want a guy who's able to get into the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Who's hanging out with Vinny Chase and Turtle and everybody else uh, out at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, he's a Democrat. Worked for Arnold Schwarzenegger. So they're saying this guy's big problem is that he goes and hangs out at the at the uh, Playboy Mansion. And if you go to the Playboy Mansion, you can't go to church. Well, apparently, too, no one's ever been to a strip club on a Friday or a Saturday night, then gone to church on Sunday to repent for their sins. I guess that's never happened either. Uh, the uh, the one ad I was talking about was from uh, Vernon Robinson, and he was attacking uh, whoever else. Uh, you do have another Vernon Robinson, though, don't you? Mm-hmm. Is this one pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, let's see here. Hideout Download. This message was paid for by Air Force Academy graduate Vernon Robinson. Every night, 7,000 aliens rush into our country illegally, and your ultra-liberal congressman, Brad Miller, refuses to guard the border. Instead of deporting them, he votes for amnesty and throws them a party with your tax dollars. (laughs) Brad Miller gives these aliens welfare, driver's licenses, social security, free health care, free lawyers, free public educations, even free school lunches. These aliens pay no income tax and send their money back to Mexico. Then they they take to the streets, waving the Mexican flag and demanding more. This is so racist. This is so incredibly racist. This is a black guy. And I'm really offended. I remember, I think I remember something about this cat. Yeah, he's the one who made the one about uh, uh, the uh, Robins, uh, the uh, the Davis guy uh, paying uh, young women to watch porn and uh, fondle themselves in front of him. Hideout download. Then they take to the streets, waving the Mexican flag and demanding more. (laughs) Unbelievably, Brad Miller voted to allow these illegals to burn the American flag while waving the Mexican flag. Brad Miller supports gay marriage. What the hell? (laughs) What, is someone finishing in the background? What is that? Hideout download. Waving the Mexican flag. Brad Miller supports gay marriage and sponsored a bill to let American homosexuals bring their foreign homosexual lovers to this country on a marriage visa. If Miller had his way, America would be nothing but one big fiesta for illegal aliens and homosexuals. Vernon Robinson, that party's over. I'm Vernon Robinson, and I approve this message because Brad Miller's out of touch, and soon he'll be out of Congress. He's got my vote. I'm tired of this gay mariachi party going on here. Uh, well, that's the hideout, then, essentially, <laughs> between me and you. And uh, I'm the mariachi part. Guess what part you are? Let's go to Brent the 407. Hey, guys, I want to talk about an ad back in Missouri in the mid-'90s with uh, good old Ashcroft. He had this ad against uh, another governor, Gephardt, and basically the whole ad was this little girl sitting in a chair playing with a doll singing a song, Governor Gephardt ruins our lives. I mean, it was terrible. Uh, was it, is that the one where it's kind of a takeoff on the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like the same kind of song, and it played on TV for a week before it got pulled. So it was playing every commercial break for uh, a week. I want to see if we can find that one's got to be on YouTube somewhere. All right, thank you for that, Brett. Who was Who was the one who, uh, who attacked the... Um, his uh his challenger um by saying that he is uh, too close with kids because he was a part of the Big Brother Big Sister program. I remember that one too. I, I can't I can't recall who it was, but I do, man these things they get dirty. Yeah, and he he's never done anything with children. He they just 
kind of was insinuated. That local? No, I think that was in like Arkansas. Really? Okay. I do remember that though. They were just making the uh that they're trying to make it seem like he may be a kid toucher when all he was doing was uh volunteering, volunteering. his time. <laughs> I do want to hear this one again real fast. Just to uh you mind if I hear the whole thing again? Sure. Vernon Robinson? Where's this ass out of? Do you know? Uh this guy I believe is out of uh one of the Carolinas. Carolina, yeah. South Carolina, I believe. I love if you listen to the production value. First of all, with the mariachi music, and then secondly, the people moaning and groaning. And this, this is, is a, a radio ad. And this is a black guy? Yeah. Oh, boy, oh boy. Hideout download. This message was paid for by Air Force Academy graduate Vernon Robinson. Every night, 7,000 aliens rush into our country illegally, and your ultra-liberal congressman, Brad Miller, refuses to guard the border. Instead of deporting them, he votes for amnesty and throws them a party with your tax dollars. Brad Miller gives these aliens welfare, driver's licenses, social security, free health care, free lawyers, free public educations, even free school lunches. These aliens pay no income tax and send their money back to Mexico. Then they take to the streets, waving the Mexican flag and demanding more. Unbelievably, Brad Miller voted to allow these illegals to burn the American flag while waving the Mexican flag. Oh. Brad Miller supports gay marriage and sponsored a bill to let American homosexuals bring their foreign homosexual lovers to this country on a marriage visa. Oh. If Miller had his way, America would be nothing but one big fiesta for illegal aliens and homosexuals. <laughs> but if you elect Vernon Robinson, that party's over. I'm Vernon Robinson, and I approve this message because Brad Miller's out of touch, and soon he'll be out of Congress. Yeah, he's the one who's out of touch in the year 2006, you animal. Oh, my God. Let's go to Leprechaun in 386. What's up, Leprechaun? Missed you guys. Hey, buddy. What's up? Uh, not much. Uh, you know, I don't I don't understand this Mexican, Puerto Rican, Cuban pricing. If you love it so much, why'd you leave? You don't hear me saying how much I love Scotland. Uh, I guess Scotland sucks, I assume. I mean, I don't know why. Why would you be into Scotland? All you have is soccer. It's a hideout world radio with a 4.1. I like, how, I like how she goes, Webb isn't convinced of women's capacity. She, like, blurs that word up, just solidifying it. I just, it's kind of funny, too, where uh, he goes into leadership roles to promote his ideas. Of course he does. That's what you do. You yes. have ideas. You're trying to be a leader. That's what you're going to roll with. That's a dumb one, Alan. Just like you. Uh, the next one is Claire McCaskill. Uh, they're uh, attacking her because of uh, she says she's tough on methamphetamines, but she's not. Hideout download. Claire McCaskill talking. Better be skeptical. McCaskill says she's on your side, but supports keeping the death tax that can force some to sell their small business or farm just to pay the taxes. She says she's committed to national security, but opposes a terrorist surveillance program. And now she brags about supporting ethanol in the legislature when she wasn't even there. Typical McCaskill. She just tells you what you want to hear. The National Republican Senatorial Committee is responsible for the content of this advertisement. You know what it is? It's high school. Yeah, basically. It's he said, she said. It's what pisses me gossip. It's... Anytime someone's ever voting for something, you can easily uh, twist and manipulate their record. Here's the reason: because of these damn piggybacking. Uh, Pork you, barrel. Yeah, if you if you uh, put something on a bill and then there's a few, they they always just lump all these things together that shouldn't be lumped together. I I think they have to, uh, you know, if, if it has nothing to do with the other, it has to go in a separate bill. 
Yeah, what will end up happening, let's say, for the uh, Patriot Act, mm-hmm. and then somebody will decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw on uh, $10 million or $100 million for a bridge in Alaska. Yeah. Well, someone may say, hey, wait a second, this isn't right. I'm voting against this bill because you know, I don't know if you need a bridge in Alaska. It's worth $100 million or a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, you but you have to vote against the Patriot Act, because you're really voting for that one thing. So then these people come out and say, well, he voted against the Patriot Act. He doesn't want to keep you safe. He's a flip-flopper. No, he wants to uh, get that thing taken off there, and then he'll vote for it. Uh, here's it, It's uh, stupid. Tell me Burns versus Tester. <laughs> well, uh, Burns, uh, he, uh, he puts one out that uh, uses some uh, language that uh, talking about firefighters going for 9-11 and uh, says they did a piss-poor job in different things. Are you it, kidding? It's it's terrible. All right. Wow. Uh, political attack ads. Very uh-huh. entertaining. It's a Hideout Radio 104.1. Hideout Download. The following contains language by Conrad Burns unsuitable for Montana. <laughs> After 9-11, our country's bravest went to help, including one decorated unit from Virginia. This year, they helped fight our forest fires. But Conrad Burns said they had done, quote, a piss-poor job. And while pointing at one, he hasn't done a goddamn thing. (laughs) Senator Burns has forgotten, but that's not how we treat people in Montana. The Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee is responsible for the content of this advertising. So, these people went out and helped in 9-11, but then they fought a forest fire, and he said they didn't do a good job at fighting the forest fire, so they take it all the way back to 9-11. Hideout Download from Virginia. This year they helped fight our forest fires. But Conrad Burns said they had done, quote, a piss-poor job. And while pointing at one, he hasn't done a goddamn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the political response, the next one? Yeah, this is like uh, attack ad back. Oh, I like it when they start, like, going after each other and responding to each one's. Hideout Download. Fella comes in for a tram on his flat top. Oh, hold on, I'll, I'll, let me set this one up. Okay. This is, it's a, he doesn't directly respond, but this is a barber <laughs> saying that he cut the hair of oh, of uh, of uh, Tester and uh, how he needs more than just a haircut to cover up all of his lies. <laughs> I gotta give it to them. In Montana, they don't have much to do, so they're putting together the best political ads. Hideout download. Fella comes in for a tram on his flat top because he's running for U.S. Senate. Guess he doesn't want anyone to know he opposes a gay marriage ban. Thinks flag burning is a right and supports higher taxes. So I told him, you're gonna need more than a haircut to cover up all that. John Tester, conservative haircut, liberal values. Didn't leave much of a tip either. <laughs> what the hell? The National Republican Senatorial Committee is responsible for the content of this ad. I guess the Times, the New York Times, uh, got in on this. And that guy wasn't even his actual barber. Of course so, not. So they went and interviewed the actual barber and everything. <laughs> it's so stupid. Couldn't you sue for slander for, like, the tipping this, part? Yeah, the tipping part. I wouldn't want uh, someone out there <laughs> thinking I want a good tipper. Right, here's the Vernon Robinson we'd play. Should I replay the Vernon Robinson for those just now tuning in, the sure. original one? Uh, about the gay mariachi party? Mm-hmm. All right, hold on real fast. Then we'll play the new one. <laughs> and then we have one here uh, as well. 
I love the barber, though. Hideout Download. This message was paid for by Air Force Academy graduate Vernon Robinson. Every night, 7,000 aliens rush into our country illegally, and your ultra-liberal congressman, Brad Miller, refuses to guard the border. Instead of deporting them, he votes for amnesty and throws them a party with your tax dollars. <laughs> Brad Miller gives these aliens welfare, driver's licenses, social security, free health care, free lawyers, free public educations, even free school lunches. These aliens pay no income tax and send their money back to Mexico. Then they take to the streets, waving the Mexican flag and demanding more. Unbelievably, Brad Miller voted to allow these illegals to burn the American flag while waving the Mexican flag. Oh. Brad Miller supports gay marriage and sponsored a bill to let American homosexuals bring their foreign homosexual lovers to this country on a marriage visa. Oh. If Miller had his way, America would be nothing but one big fiesta for illegal aliens and homosexuals. But if you elect Vernon Robinson, the yes. party's over. I'm Vernon Robinson, and I approve this message because Brad Miller's out of touch, and soon he'll be out of Congress. What an a-hole. I hate that guy. Here's his other ad. Here's his other ad that we've actually played this one on the air before. I don't know where we got it from. Maybe we had gotten it from Crooks and Liars originally, crooksandliars.com. Hideout Download. If you're a conservative Republican, watching the news these days can make you feel as though you are in the Twilight Zone. Americans are under attack from Islamic extremists in every corner of the world. Homosexuals are mocking holy matrimony, and the lesbians and feminists are attacking everything sacred. Liberal judges have completely rewritten the Constitution. You can burn the American flag and kill a million babies a year, but you can't post the Ten Commandments or say God in public. Seven out of every ten black children are born out of wedlock, and Jackson and Sharpton claim the answer is racial quotas. But they didn't come in a spaceship. They came across our unguarded Mexican border by the millions. I'm Vernon Robinson. If you send me to Congress, I'll send that back to the Twilight Zone. I approve of this message and of traditional American values. This is a black guy who's using the beef as his outro. And if it, if it was the black... If it was the 50s, he wouldn't even be allowed uh, near the beef. Mm-hmm. Or June Cleaver or any of them. Where do you begin to hate yourself so much? <laughs> He's your favorite, though, huh? Yeah, I'm voting. He'd be your black friend. Yeah. All right, He's Doug, deserving of it. We do have one more of these. Uh, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1, and they are uh, political attack ads. I'm looking for more. I mean, what, we're coming down the home stretch, aren't we? It's yeah. About three weeks until uh, all the elections. So they should be getting hot and heavy right now. Right. Uh, here's another one, really quickly, uh, in the hideout. Hideout download. So you think you know radio's J Dubs? Well, you don't. Fact. Did you know J-Dubs is afraid of children because he thinks he's going to get accused of touching them? Fact. Did you know J-Dubs sent a young boy screaming out of a Walmart bathroom after a conversation? Not screaming. Will we ever really know what happened in that stall? Nope. Fact. J-Dubs is a fan of the Detroit Lions. What does that say about his judgment? Fact. J-Dubs is a shock jock. That means he'll do or say anything to get a laugh, even if it means making fun of retarded listeners. Fact. J-Dubs doesn't care about you. He only cares about smoking, caffeine, and decorating his apartment for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. To lure young children, visit him and decide for yourself. 
Fact. J-Dubs lives in sin because he won't marry his girlfriend and he has a tattoo of a clown shooting heroin. Fact. J-Dubs is a pet killer. It's well documented he killed a Hefe's fish in D.C. But what about his first cat? He says she died of an enlarged heart. People say he smothered it with a pillow to avoid paying a vet bill. Fact. J-Dubs hates his home state of Michigan. Michigan is in America. So J-Dubs hates America. J-Dubs. A not. vengeful, bi-curious, cat-killing shock jock. Now you know the real gay scrubs. Er. J-Dubs. Full of lies, there allegations. Is, there is not one lie in that. I'll have a response for you tomorrow. It has all been well documented. Every, if just, you cut Hefe down the middle, he looks like a vagina. Would you vote for a vagina? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Back in the hideout. 80s Buffer Music Wednesday, Real Radio 104.1. You know, we're broadcasting live this Friday. Everyone yes. knows that. Getting a lot of people excited about us being out there in the T2 studios. I forgot to mention this when we talked about the um, RIP tour that we took on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Led by uh, Jeff, very nice uh, tour guide. Um, after you and your chick had ditched me, we had ditch you, and I was walking around. By the way, I spent twenty dollars trying to shoot baskets and win a basketball. <laughs> a big stuffed animal. I was, I literally was like, you know, centimeters away. I had like two or three go in and out. It was crazy. But I got this email: alhafe at wtks dot com. Uh, not sure if you remember me, but I met you at Halloween Horror Nights last Saturday night while you were in line for a drink. Uh, my name was Charles. Anyway, bro, it was awesome meeting you, and you seem very down to earth. I understand you guys will be broadcasting Halloween Horror Nights at the T2 Studios. Very cool. Uh, if you have time to uh, enjoy the event, come on by. I'll hook you fellas up with some drinks. Nice. All the best. Keep it up. Devoted hideout heretic Charles in the 407. And I actually do remember Charles. He was a very nice guy. Saw so him very briefly. He was actually at the one right over... Uh, where you and uh, me and your chick were hanging out okay. like during that little break and where we got a couple of our our, uh, our drinks. So I said, absolutely, we'll swing by. And he says, perfect. I'll be there at the bar or at the bar across from the lagoon, bar backing uh, both. So uh, when you call it a wrap, come on through for those drinks. And then it is Jadav's birthday. Mm-hmm. Let the drinks pour. Uh-oh. All right, check this out real fast. We were doing those uh, political ads mm-hmm. from that Vernon Robinson guy. K-Mike is all over this. I guess he'd accused his opponent, Brad Miller, of being gay because he never had kids. <laughs> Turns out Mrs. Miller had a hysterectomy. Oh. This guy's an animal. <laughs> and he's your favorite politician of the year so I far. love him. Oh he's my just God. so out there. How can you not vote for him? Oh, my God. I hate anybody who hates their race. I just find that so cute. There's something adorable about that. I guess. Let's go to uh, Frank in the 407. What's up, Frank? Hey, F.A. I was curious what percentage rate you would give to Tyrone on being seduced by catnip. (laughs) Uh, Tycho Tyrone. I guess he enjoys the catnip. Don't all cats like catnip? Do you give him catnip already? 
Um, not really. Yeah, he's a little too young for the catnip. Yeah, it's in some of the toys. Mm-hmm. Cute little cat. Well, I did have to throw him across the room today. Why? He woke me up. No, right, you want to check this out? And I don't know if this is creep. I'm not going to tell this. No, come on, tell a story. Oh, screw you guys. Because you're going to use it against me. No, I'm not. I told you the story about how my cat tried to nipple feed. Right, so I was on my couch sleeping, having it, and I was dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it was a sexual dream. And then I wake up in the middle of it, like it's a sexual dream, mm-hmm. and a chick is doing stuff to me. Then all of a sudden I get attacked by an alligator in the dream. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, it's my cat gnawing on my, my leg, on my calf. <laughs> so I scruff him. Give him a nice little gr- grenade heave-ho across the living room. You can't do that. What's wrong with you? Now, I, I heard turd stick. Did the... Turd stick? Did, uh, did Look your cat that. stick the wall? He's not a turd. <laughs> he, rolls around, like he rolls around for some reason in his litter. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't... I don't know what to do. He's dirty. Let me ask real fast before we... Yeah, he's more retarded. F- no, he's not. He's brilliant. He's a little cat dog. He fetches everything. He's a Tycho Talon? <laughs> Such an animal. <laughs> Do you did you ever have to use a, a spray bottle on Sadie Lou? Um, no, not on Sadie Lou, but my old cat Isabel, yeah. The one that you killed? I didn't kill it. That's what the and ad said. The ad's a pack of lies. Hmm. You I did, cried like a baby. I paid seven hundred dollars and you didn't snuff, still lost you it. You didn't snuff it out with the pillow no. just so you wouldn't have to pay a vet bill? No, I paid seven hundred dollars. Sure you did. Produce a receipt. Then I'll have it retracted. I actually still have it. <laughs> I want to see it. I'll bring it in. All right. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to Mr. Mongo Head in the 407. Yo, what's going on? It's actually Mr. Mango Head. Mango Head. What's up, buddy? Yo, I had this crazy dream about, about the hideout. It was crazy. Um, me, I've never seen uh, El Jefe before. Mm-hmm. So I just got the voice from the radio. I see, I've seen J Dubs because you know he's on the camera all the time. That's him. That's J Dub. Yep. Well, in the dream, we're hanging out like like buddies, like we're cool in the car, getting ready to go to a club or something. But the funniest thing was the dude that was El Jefe in my dream didn't match the voice. He was like some older, skinny Indian-looking dude. <laughs> and, uh, and then, it, but then it was the voice from the radio, and it was just the weirdest thing. I just, I just thought I just had to call you guys did, and tell you. Let, let me ask you real quick: Did you, were you, were you did you fall asleep during the show? Because like that'll happen to me sometimes when I when I take a nap, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'm on the operating table in ER. You know what I mean? And Doctor yeah. Green and Doctor Carter are working on me, and then I wake up. Oh, oh okay, never mind then. Uh, that 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 could have happened. I probably had it on uh, and fell asleep because I've never like never seen. I don't know what you look like. So it's like it's for Vin older, Diesel. older Indian dude, and then he's got your voice. Actually, it's very, going. very close. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it, man. Why are you dreaming about me? That's a little, it's uncomfortable. Let's go to uh, yet, Mitch. Yet flattering. Mitchell in the 407. What's up, Mitchell? What's up? Yo, you're on the air. Oh, yeah, what up? <laughs> See ya. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Al in the 407. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing tonight? Fantastic, my friend. What do you got? So I was uh, hooked up with this girl, wound up pulling some wool out of a bar, and uh, woke up, and I was like, man, something's licking me. I thought it was the girl, and it was a cat. <laughs> so I really give a little elbow, the cat goes away. Later on, it starts licking me again, and I wound up throwing it against the wall. <laughs> 
And needless to say, the morning uh, pull did not happen. She she was awake when I did it, so that's no bueno. Yeah, oh, no, God. I hear you. I um, I feel bad too. Why? The little guy, he just wants to play, but he can't get on my sleep schedule. And I always go and give him a hug. <coughs> like I didn't mean it, but Daddy needs to sleep. He's working out and you got to rebuild his muscles. He's going to beat you instead. Let's go back to Rambus in the 407. Rambus, you there? Hello, what's up? Calling in for second time. Rambus from Tennessee. What's yes. up? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I just got to say, man, who does the Hootie commercials? All of us. I, I think we all do, to be honest with you. Man, those commercials, dude, are freaking rad, dude. It's like y'all just <laughs> pop a couple and just hang. <laughs> it is actually. Here's the thing. Uh, J Dubs is a celebrity, mm -hmm. and he and other celebrities like Oprah mm -hmm. uh, and the Desperate Housewives take we, it. Yeah, we drink champagne. Take H57. Not in that order. Yeah. Wild Hawk in the 407. Why is every animal that lives with El Jefe just disgusting? What are you talking about? You mean That's Matt? Matt Albert, your cat. <laughs> Don't even say my chick. You're here. I'll punch you. <laughs> no, I, no, she's cool. All right, thank He's you. on the phone. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, right. He's on the phone. Captain Spaulding. Hey. Hey. I think they should give amnesty to illegal aliens. Yeah? Why do you say that? It's a free country. What if they had deported the pilgrims, the Indians that deported tried. the pilgrims when they got here? We just had more muscle. I mean, more white what muscle. What if your ancestor was deported and you weren't, and you weren't born here? It's happened to me, my friend. It has happened. Well, you know something? In World War II, they deported Jews, and that was bad. They shouldn't deport people. There's they deported Jews in World War Two. I don't think in America. Yeah, we uh, they were we, deported we... from Germany, and then they they weren't allowed to leave because they had no place to go, and the Germans murdered them. Now that is uh, the Germans murdering in part. That is true. So, what do you think about what the Americans did to the Asian people in the internment camps during World War Two? Well, you know, sometimes camp. we go crazy, and we have to keep control of people. But I don't think, you know, if they deported all these Mexicans, who would pick our fruit and build their houses? Hey, I'm a Mexican, and I'm not get, I'm not picking fruit or building houses. Then what are you doing in this country? How would how would you as an American citizen like to be stuck in American deportation jail because you lost your ID? I was almost worried I wasn't going to get off the monster this cruise. This bacon, grease, and espresso. <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, that's very close to my diet, to be honest with you. All right, thank you, Captain Spaulding. I appreciate the education. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of is. Mm -hmm. Take a break, come back. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour two in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Hey, what are you uh, thinking about this Chris Rock's mom and her versus Cracker Barrel? I guess she went in there. She says she was seated but ignored for half an hour at a Cracker Barrel along uh, South Carolina coast. 
Well, I've only been to Cracker Barrel twice. Claims that it was a... A racially motivated... Yeah. I've only been to Cracker Barrel twice. And the reason I've only been there twice is because of how bad the service is. If she was talking about another restaurant other than Cracker Barrel, I would think, all right, maybe she has something. But every time I go there, horrible. I wait for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, I've had the exact same thing happen to me at Cracker Barrels. I don't think it's a racist thing in this case. I just think that they have poor service there. I don't even know if it... Because it's weird because it's kind of a universal thing when you go to a Cracker Barrel. Mm -hmm. It's odd. It depends on when you go. If you ever try to go for breakfast, it's almost like going to an IHOP or a Denny's during breakfast time. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. And you're going to sit there for 30 to 45 minutes. And you just have to expect that and know that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd never go to any one of those three on a Saturday or especially a Sunday morning. Mm -mm, Not at all. Because you're asking to sit there for, you know, turning into a three-hour event. I go to Big Boy in the breakfast buffet. Man, that sounds good. Yeah, it is. It's been a while since I've uh, done a breakfast buffet. It actually sounds really good. Those runny eggs. Oh, they're so good, though. They cure that hangover so quick. Um, Zoo might have worked at... Not Cracker Barrel, but a place very similar to it before he uh, worked at uh, wherever he works now. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I worked there for a whole day. Why? Why just a day? Well, it just disgusted me when I left at the end of the night, and I just I, I couldn't come back the next day. What was so bad about it? Well, I think the first thing was is the, uh, the cooks on the back line who, I don't know, they just might have had like two teeth, and they were doing the dip. You know, where they oh. put the tobacco in there, and they're spitting it on the floor. All right. was... uh, first of all, I don't know any of this to be true. You're it's alleging... a place like. Yeah, you're a alleg... Well, any place, you're alleging that this happened. Yeah. And, I mean, just the servers were all, like, just drugged out. and they. I mean, I just it wasn't like an atmosphere that I wanted to be in, really. So you came here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, ironically, we don't want you here either. Well, I like being here. Um. Oh. This too, Dubs. You see this? What's that? Really quickly. Guess who the voice of God is in the new Bible on tape? Rick Springfield? No, it is not Rick Springfield. It is another man. Uh, Black man. You got any ideas? Forrest Whitaker. John Stamos. Blackie, General Hospital. Ah, you son of a bitch. (laughs) No, not quite. Here is the new voice of God. Uh, on the Bible on CD. Hideout download. Ezekiel 25:17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Now, I know that's from Pulp Fiction, Mm -hmm. but... You're, you're serious about that. Yeah. He's actually going to do the CD. It is a Bible on CD recorded for black Christians. Denzel Washington will uh, be reading, I believe, uh, the Song of Solomon. Samuel Jackson, 
as God. Forrest Whitaker plays Moses. Thank you. Plays Moses. Blair Morris had a lazy eye. <laughs> Blair Underwood is Jesus. Who? Who's Blair Underwood? Sex in the City. Um, oh, okay. I know what you're talking full about. Full Frontal. He's been in a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. actually. I just didn't know the name. 19 CD recording. Uh, 49.99. All right, I have to stop the show just for one second. We got a call up here from Chris Rock, and he had to put the note up there, not the real one. <laughs> Chris Rock. What's up, Chris Rock? Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, I thought you were the real one. I'm sorry. Oh, it's too bad. Uh, yeah, well, this is his twin brother, Chris Jr. Yeah. <laughs> what's going hey, on? Uh, I got two comments on the on what uh, happened with my mom over there at the, the Cracker Barrel. Okay. Well, first of all, why do you think they put the games up there? I already talked to Mom, and we got it all straightened out, so it's no big deal. But, you know, they put the games up there because you wait. You know, so they give you something to do while you wait. You say, come on, Mom, think about this for a minute. All right, now here's the thing. I hate the uh, accent, but you're kind of right. And that is why the games are there. You that play, should be a warning to you. That you're going to be there for a long-ass time. Oh, God. Another Chris Rock, not the real one. Again, in quotes. Uh, yeah, hey, this is not the real Chris Rock. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. I came Mike wants to know when the Bible became a Quentin Tarantino production. I'm sick of these mother blanking locusts and this mother blanking Egypt. <laughs> um, right, let me ask you this. Is there a better person to play the voice of God than Samuel L. Jackson. Keanu Reeves. Whoa. That, I was also thinking Flavor Flav. I Alex think, Winter. I think one of those two could be huge. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. To win free beer in minutes. Not just City Beer, Miller Lights, a hideout road radio 104.1. For some reason, this video always creeped me out. This song gives me the eebie jeebies. It's 80s bumper music night every Wednesday night. It reminds me of my one year in Midland, Texas, really? fifth grade. The, I would say, other than this year, worst year of my life. <laughs> uh, moving from Dallas mm-hmm. to, to Midland. Midland. Yeah, that can't be fun. And I ended up living, uh, going and living with my dad because my mom was going to stay in Midland and I couldn't handle it. I had to get out of there. Did she drive you crazy? <laughs> One of my best friends. You want to hear a sad story? Sure. So I was in uh, Talented and Gifted, and we went to a different school mm-hmm. for uh, for two days, Monday and Tuesday. Then we go to the regular school, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I go to Talented and Gifted school. No one liked me. I was the fat kid. Mm-hmm. However, I have this knack of being able to make friends with the cool guys. Yeah, and so, kind of raising your stock a little bit. Right. So I became buddies with this guy named Craig. And we were buddies at Tag, but we he went to a different school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, halfway through the year, my mom and I moved. So I was moving from my elementary school to Craig's elementary school. 
and I was so excited about it because I would finally have friends five days a week mm-hmm. as opposed to the two days a week. So I get there just in time, and I think we're about to go on spring break. He dies over spring oh. break. Selfishly, you're like, no, now I'm not going to be friends. Well, he was... uh, Just like it's SLC punk. Yeah, he was my only friend. Mm-hmm. And he was starting to get me in with the really cool kind of hot chicks. Mm-hmm. And he dies... And then I'm like, well, I want to go to the funeral. My mom's like, no. Maybe it was Christmas, not spring break. It was over a long vacation. Mm-hmm. She goes, Christmas makes more sense. She goes, no, we have to go to Mexico to see your grandmother, oh. and your great-grandmother, who is dying. My great-grandmother was dying for 12 years. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I went to Mexico to visit her. Because she's dying. And her little dirt floor, I mean, dirt floors, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know. Living in, in Me- Adobe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I hated it. Because you know why? My Mexican uh, cousins, distant cousins, mm-hmm. hated me because I was from America. And I had everything. And that Christmas was my worst Christmas ever because it was Christmas. A, my best friend had died. Mm-hmm. Christmas without Craig. B, <laughs> my mom wouldn't give me any presents. I go, what? Why didn't you give me presents this year? Well, we're here in Mexico, and they already don't like you because you have everything. I don't want to give you the new Voltron and have them hate you even more. So you're just Screw not, not going to get anything this year. Worst Christmas ever. Oh, and then I remember this, too. So I was an annoying se- senior hamburglar. I mm-hmm. remember being in Midland, Texas, calling the local DJ, wanting to send out a dedication to my dead friend Craig. And they'd never put me on the air. They'd never play my song. <laughs> Damn. Senior Hamburglar in the 47. I don't want to hear from him. I have to say two things. First what? of all, you need to find out what's going on in the back, because when I was getting my uh, my call screen, all I could hear was Bateman going, oh, oh, oh. And second of all, uh, I think J-Dub should be the voice of God. Uh, in the black uh, Bible thing. Yeah. By the way, my little brother mm-hmm. says, who's this Senior Hamburglar, ki- hamburglar kid? She's kind of a hot chick for that age. That's, yeah, he goes, is it a he or a she? Uh, I don't know. Looks like both. Because I guess he's IMing my little brother now. Oh, God. <laughs> Leave my family out of it. He's been sending emails to my girlfriend, too. On what, MySpace? Mm-hmm. Saying what? Uh, J-Dubs wouldn't talk to me out of the live broadcast. kind of made me sad. Yeah, you're, dude, you're that kid's hero. <laughs> He's going to be in radio 20 years from now just talking about how great J-Dubs was. Should He'd be. be my perfect co-host. Oh, beat it. All right, here's what, hold on a second. I want to do a little test. All right. Now I want to I make it happen. I want to hear the Gazoo Senior Hamburglar <laughs> show. 90 seconds. Have him call back in? No, 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 no. I want a senior. I want Gazoo to go pick up Hamburglar, bring him <laughs> to the studio. I'd have to hang out with him for 90 seconds and do their little show. That'd be interesting. Junior Heretic, Senior Hamburglar. Let's go to Jay in the 407. What's up, Jay? Jay, there. Cut that bitch off! Next caller! JJ in the 407. Hey, uh, you know, you guys talking about the voice of God with this black CD of black artists and what's the matter with the world? What do we forget about Morgan Freeman? 
Who, who saw Bruce Almighty? Come on, he is God. Yeah, he always is that voice guy. Uh, Slotsky says James Earl Jones. That's what Doug has in 352. Doug, you think you think that's a better one than Samuel L. Jackson? Hell yeah, Samuel's cool, but Darth Vader, come on. Who better to read the Bible? Uh, he, he, you know, here's the thing. I would like it. Is Satan ever quoted in the Bible or no? That would be kind of funny if it was Darth Vader or Satan. That would be good. All right, he also says John Cleese or Truman Capote as the voice of God. 407-916-1041, star one There's been that Jamie Foxx love affair. How about him? He can sing it with that stupid piano. What's Chris Rock going to play in this new uh, Bible, Black Bible CD release? The 13th Apostle. All right, Bong Swap Matt says, perfect voice for God. Louis Anderson. <laughs> Here's the problem. You don't know a single quote from the Bible that you could do a Louis Anderson. <laughs> You're Louis it's been Anderson. so long. It's been since I was 14 since I've even cracked that book. Here's the funny thing. I think I would read it. It's not bad. It's just full of uh, just difficult things to read. Well... Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. All right, I wouldn't read it because I've tried reading the Bible before and I get bored. I'm just not. I, I do. I get bored. How about Jimmy J.J. Walker? Yes, is the new voice of God mm-hmm. on the Black CD for the Bible? Yeah, why not? He needs work <laughs> really bad. I would. I would uh, buy this though. I would because I, I won't read the Bible because mm. I don't really read. Although, let me say this, and we're going to have him on Friday for our uh, fancy football. Have you begun reading, uh, reading Not yet. Mark Sanamon's book? Just kick it? No. I'm about five pages in because I'm a slow reader. I only read when I'm on the toilet. Mm-hmm. But seriously, in like the first three pages, I laughed out loud about seven times. It, he is a great, great uh, author. I mean, I read his last one, Committed, and I loved it. It was a good read. It, it was, gets better and better. It was a story just about him missing the uh, soccer shot. Just the very, it's like the very beginning, and that was like his big, like how he's not good under pressure. It gets better when he starts talking to his wife about, "Hey, I joined a football team," and she's just like, "Uh, you do? Do you even know how to play and and stuff?" And there's it, more. I won't ruin it for you. It is. Uh, I really want to talk to him about the book uh, coming up on Friday. You guys should really check it out. I'm going to, without a doubt. Jay, Jay in the 407. What's up, Jay? What? Yeah, I was talking about 5,000. We got everyone in our school saying it. Teachers, security guards. <laughs> we just randomly run up to Google 5,000. All right, now you need to be like the other brother who's in his class mm-hmm. and just randomly says, Douche chill. Do that now. And just go from there. Just start adding new ones. Let's go to Larry in the 407. What's up, Larry? Hey, what's up? I like uh, Michael Jackson for the Virgin Mary. <laughs> That's an ass. <laughs> Contradiction, too. All right. Boggs Wayne Gacy says he always imagined God being voiced like Hank Hill. So like Mike really? like Mike Judge. Oh, Bong Swat says, how about Mr. T? Mr. T is a God fearing man, too. Do you know that he has a new talk show? It's like a talk slash reality Dr. Phil show? No. Yes. I have the uh I have some oh, audio God. of it somewhere. I mean I had it like last Friday and we never got to it. There's so much stuff we're backlogged on. And, uh, but yeah, he, I don't know what it's called, but of course he's the one that says, originally said, be somebody. Mm-hmm. That, that, uh, video he had was called be somebody. There was a self-help, uh, like kind of a boost your e- ego for kids video called be somebody. 
I think we have it somewhere. The, the song, yeah, we have the, the Be Somebody song. Um, have you ever watched the whole video? Yes. It is very, very funny. It's on YouTube. Is the whole video on YouTube? I mean, like, the whole hour and some long? Oh, uh, you know, I think it's just the music video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the whole thing is actually choreographed and uh, written, like the musical parts, by Bobby Brown. Well, no wonder it's a hit. <laughs> Hooky. Yeah, it is. Let's go to Atheist Magician in the 407. Yeah, Mike Tyson needs to be God in that Bible. I'd love it. You see, speaking of Mike Tyson, you see the guy's not going to start fighting animals and women? Oh, no. He just started fighting women, and then I guess didn't, the... Didn't the, he say his best punch he threw was at, uh, uh, what, what's his, uh, ex-wife's name? Robin Givens. Robin Givens. He said that's the best punch he ever threw. I don't blame him. <laughs> the most solid and the best he ever felt while throwing a punch. <laughs> I love that guy. Do you know where Be Somebody originated with me and how I came to you as like kind of a coin phrase? As a battle cry? <laughs> yes. Uh, it was me and my friends. We would get our friends drunk and we'd tell them they're nobody. They have to be somebody and go out and do <laughs> stupid stuff. And like, I'm somebody, man. No, you got to go out there and be somebody. And they'd always do whatever we asked because we challenged their manhood. You're such an ass. <laughs> Robocop in the 863. Hey! I got the perfect person to play God for you. Who's that? George Burns. Who else? Uh, You know, George Burns was a good God uh, in those old movies. How about George Clinton? (laughs) The God of Funk? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to hear? All right, just let me pause this for a second. And this is the I Pity the Fool theme. (laughs) His new talk show. Sorry. Hideout download. Reality. <laughs> Accountability. <laughs> Activity. Positive mentality. Make it think right. I'm teaching fools some basic rules. It's gonna be a hit. Hey, fool, sit up and pay attention. This ain't no time to nap. What is this? That's just a drop. Oh, it's gonna deal. You can't be the god on the new Black Bible CDs. <laughs> thank you, Dio. I really? think he's part black, though. Really thank him? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's part black, isn't he? Uh, Is he? He's an afro. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, Pinchy's an ass, pinching the 440. What do you do? Uh, if you only read while on the toilet, I would think you had already read War and Peace by now. <laughs> as much as you're on there bleeding. 
That's not nice. Are you uh, you going to watch this new Mr. T movie or TV show? I'll check it out. You got to. You got to at least give it a, a look. That has to be terrible. Reality. I don't know, man. It sounds to me like it's going to be a good show. Please. Hideout download. Reality. Accountability. Activity. Positive mentality. Make it think right. I'm teaching fools some basic rules. I think he's a better uh, musician than Hulk Hogan. No way. We'll, co- we'll come back with the Hulk Hogan music. That is 80s. Yeah. Blackie in 863. What's up, Blackie? What's up, Hideout? What do you Yo. got, buddy? Yo, y'all looking for who should be God? The I voice of God. George Carlin. George Carlin? You know, oh. I, it has to be someone black, though, for this, uh, this... Well, not necessarily. I'd like to expand it a little bit. I'm I mean, voting if, Dio. If you did have to think <laughs> any person who would be the voice of God, I think George Carlin would be a magnificent one. I like the idea of choosing Samuel L. Jackson for the Black Bible CD. But George Carlin, to me, is a good one as well. I'm just a big fan. Mm-hmm. I say Ike Turner. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about Joe something? Jackson? You want to talk about something real creepy? What's up? A certain heretic sent me photos of his stepsister's cleavage. How old is his stepsister? 17. Oh, man, delete. She looks like she's 30-something, though. Any good? Grizz initials BWG. Maybe. Oh, how did I know? I just knew what it. What a creepy did, bastard. Did he send him to you, too, or no? No. No. Why would he hold that out on me anyway? Screw him. He's not getting an internship here. Dude, like, I want to know whether or not he's attracted to her or not. He has to be to do that. Because he first sent me her MySpace, but it's private, and it says on there she's 17 and she's in Michigan. Hmm? I don't know. And now I'm thinking, is he trying to impress me? Is he trying to ask me, hey, would you? Should I? He's just looking for any kind of in with you at all. That's fine, whatever. I like people sucking him. And by the way, don't you sit here and pretend like you would never have sex with a stepsister, because you considered it when we were in D.C. Free beer. Time to get a break. It's time out for Radio 104.1. Dust Devil in the 407. What's up, Dust Devil? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I want to ask Chunks where he got the rape me once, shame on you, rape me twice, shame on me. Yeah, Chunks, where'd you get that? <laughs> All right, that's actually J-Dubs. Where did you pull Who? that from, J-Dubs? I got that from uh, Reno911. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame, shame on me. You know, we should do that one time. Just kind of go through some of our drops and tell people where we got them from. Mm-hmm. Let's go to MJ in the 407. What's up, MJ? Hey, what's up? What do you got? I got DMX and 50 Cent, one of those two guys. I- I'd love to hear DMX as... How about uh, 50? He's been shot nine times. He is guy. Wow, that's blasphemous. 
All right, I got this one. Your mother is a dirty, dirty whore. From It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Same for this one. Chillax. J-Dubs, where'd you get your feces one? Romeo, Romeo, where's your feces, Romeo? That was from uh, the Westboro Baptist That's Church. That's right. Yeah. Then they, were... they had an attack ad on uh, George W. Bush. Then this one, douche chill. That is from Arrested Development, Tobias, mm. the never nude. This one is from um, Drawn Together. These two were from uh, this uh, this uh, bitch who was on YouTube, who we tried to have on the show, and then she was a moron, then the heretics attacked her. Drama, drama, tension. Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. This is Ron from the Ron and Fez show. All right, man, 5,000. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Do we have the J-Dubs is an evil, awful person? I think we have that one around, too, from Ron. Um... Let's, uh, and this one's from Happy Getting Raped. Oh. That, that was me calling the monsters, and I guess I was high right after my colonoscopy. This one actually just came from a news story about a sign that was up in a kind of Gilbert Grape sort of scenario. Caution, retards in area. That's where that one comes from. And I think those are kind of all the ones that I have over here. J Dubs is the worst person in the world. <laughs> So true. Hey, really quickly. Oh, this one's from a great yeah, movie. Uh, this one's from a great movie called um, uh, the the car movie. What one was that? Uh, Suckers. Mo. Was it Mo. really? Yeah, uh, one of the guys uh, named in there was Mo. That's and he's calling out for him. I Mo. forgot that was from Suckers. I don't know for Mo. some reason I thought that was from Harold and Kumar. No, nope. Suckers. There's another one from Harold and Kumar around somewhere where yeah. they go, "Homo." Oh, um. Oh, and people, oh, I always get emails. What does 5,000 mean? Because you even said the kids got it going at his school. All right, man, 5,000. 5,000. That's just an old school way of saying goodbye. When we say 5,000, conversation's over. Oh, this one. This is from the Profane Preacher. This one's another one of those kind of YouTube took off. I think it's from the early 90s. It's this preacher who is just standing in front of a green screen, mm -hmm. uh, public access television. Swearing it up. Swearing and yelling and taking phone calls uh, about the Bible and church and stuff. But at some point he yells this when he's taking a phone call. Cut that bitch off! Next caller! And this one, I don't know if you can guess where it's from. Doug in the 386. Congratulations, Doug. Got qualified for the uh, Miller Lite Final Score Square Challenge. Look for what squares you get on RealRadio.fm Game of the Week. Pittsburgh at Atlanta. A lot more to get done in the hideout. We're just getting started. It's Real Radio Welcome back on the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Chunks, go screen phone calls. Get in here, Gazoo. While he's coming in here and getting settled in, uh, we're broadcasting live from Halloween Horror Nights this Friday. Elmo in the 407. Elmo, 
What's up? Yeah, uh, I just want to know, um, for the Halloween Horror Nights, are you guys going to be in ground level, going to rides and all that? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll be uh, yeah, right out there where you can see us. Uh, we're right across from the T2 uh, movie, uh, 3D movie. So if you uh, the T2 studios are right there, you can see us broadcast. You can walk by. You can hear it. And a, Everything. Lot, and a lot of times, too, we'll go outside. Mm-hmm. Like you'll go outside to smoke and hang out, and so you know we'll yeah. hang out with everybody. I don't know if they'll let us bring anybody in studio. Uh, maybe we can bring in one or two people at a time, mm-hmm. just to kind of hang out with us in the studio, and then afterwards at ten, because the broadcast will only go till ten. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go get drunk, and I guess it's cool because it's all ages. You know, Halloween Horror Nights, I think, I believe, is all ages. So a lot of the junior heretics can come out as well and hang out yeah, with us. Yeah, without know? a doubt. All right. I bring up Junior Heretics and I hesitate because of what I'm about to bring up. Tommy Bateman, you just ratted out Gazoo. What was he doing in the back, back there with you and the Wild Hawk? Uh, I, I don't even remember how I came up and he goes, I like twinks. And then Wild Hawk goes, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, oh, never mind. And then I, I don't even remember how it started. And then he just starts talking about... Oh, we'll see what a twink is, and gay porn is blah, 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 and a bear is this and that. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know how you know all this. And, and Wildhawk actually goes, you say that with such a gleam in your eye. I, what do you know about, what do you? What were you explaining back there, Gazoo? I, I, I was just talking to him about um, gay stuff. Gay, gay stuff, yeah. Gay porn? Yeah. What about it? Well, I mean, I just know a little things here and there. I mean, just stuff that you pick up. You know, normal people people pick up. Oh. How? From where? Keep it up, you're going to pick up something else. Well, I mean, you know, I have a few gay friends, and, you know, they talk about that stuff all the time, so I just, you know, I get in the conversation with them and talk about it. All right, so you want to give us a little gay porno lesson? Sure, if you want. All right, let me hear it. Okay, well, a bear is usually, like, a bigger kind of guy, uh, usually a guy in his 40s, 50s, um, and he likes to treat younger guys really good. Um, bears typically stay together and don't usually branch out unless they're kind of curious for the younger Aren't ones. Aren't they hairy, too? Usually very hairy, yeah. Um, former Cub Scout master, stuff like that. <laughs> what? You don't know that. You're just trying to throw in a stupid joke at the end. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's what I would think, like, a bear would be. Like that kind of look, you know, like Russ Rollins or something. I mean, what are you talking no, no, about? No, like I'm, I'm trying to like give examples. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm boy, sorry. That was not supposed All to. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. I want to make it perfectly clear, perfectly clear, that neither Dubs or I said that. He is a fantastic man. He is a ladies' I, man. A ladies' man. Yeah, I know. A gorgeous wife. But What's wrong with I, you? I was just trying to, like, come up with an example. No, like, no. Don't, if you're going to come up with examples, don't say people from the station. I know. It's just the first thing that came to mind, because I looked at the monsters thing. And Shut it, up. Sorry. <laughs> I'll come in at six tomorrow. No, I would love Russ to punish this intern in any way he seems fit. Yeah. I heard they're intense. But what are intense? D- nothing. Never mind. <laughs> All right, you know what? Uh-uh. You better go down a different road, sister. All right, what's a twink? Okay, a twink is usually and like... who here, who works here that uh, would nah, remind you of a twink? Uh, <laughs> cabin boy. Um, <laughs> what the sorry, what? sorry, I didn't what mean to say doing? that. I didn't mean to say that, but he's like the perfect example of a twink. What the hell? I'm sorry. What is a twink? Okay, well, basically, it's just um, a guy that's around my age, 18, he's like 25, uh, really skinny, kind of usually... Uh, bleach blonde hair. Oh, you got to be on real TV and real radio that FM and listen to the way he describes this, like or watch the way he describes it. I'm coming out, and and they with they, limp wrists. They usually wear like American Eagle, Abercrombie and Fitch stuff like that, and um, 
you know, th- you do just... not have a 44 year old girlfriend. Yes, I do. It is a boyfriend. No, it is a bear. I'm not gay. I just, I, you know, I come off as gay. I'm coming out. You are. Do you know how uncomfortable you've not made it for us for two of the shows now I know. here I'm at Real Radio? I'm sorry. I mean, I don't. Don't even. Don't even call out anybody else. I'm Three not going to call out anyone else. Yesterday. I'm not going to call out anyone else. Uh, what are other versions of gay porn stars? The bear, the twink, what else? Okay, um, and then from there you kind of get into just like... Hold on one second yeah. there. Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf wants to say something to you. Okay. Yeah, a little uh, twerp. Um, talking about Russ Rollins and gay porn. You're an we'll ass. Squash you like a, we want to squash you like a bug. That's I true. Right, here's what I'd like to do, Lone Wolf. Uh, you're going to yeah. be a monster ween, right? We broadcast live. I'm sorry to say I won't be there. I'll be on a cruise that, that weekend. Oh, that's too bad. Lone Wolf, next time you have the opportunity, I'd like for you to come up to an open door and set all this right as a member of the Monster Militia. You got it. I'll be there. I'll be there Friday night. Well, we're broadcasting live Friday. We'll we'll get a hold of you. Oh, well, well, that's, that's right. I'm, I'm sorry. I not, forgot about that. No, that's right. We'll let you know when, though, Lone Wolf. All right, buddy? Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I love uh, the monsters, though. Of course you love the monsters. We love the monsters. I love every show on here. Of course you do. Okay. Idiot. I don't know why I even said that. That was stupid. It was very stupid. And it, honestly, it doesn't even fit. I know. Well, it, it, wow. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. If you're going to say anybody, it'd be Dirty Jim. What? No, Dude. not even Dirty no, Jim. No, 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 no. I'm just saying if you're going by the description. Oh. I love Dirty Jim, but he's got the... Di- what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? If you could have said anyone, you could have said me. Yes. But, but, you're, but you're younger. Not, not a bear. You're more like the average Joe kind of gay man. You're, <laughs> what does that mean? Well, you know, you're in your late 20s, early 30s, and you typically just let your stuff go out. I mean, you're usually your working man. Sometimes you have a house. You have your own life set up. And you're just kind of like the average Joe. Nothing special. Just, just J-dubs. J-dubs. What? You know, Joe-dubs. J-dubs, he would probably be like the perfect twink like maybe five years ago. He does have a nice yellow shirt on today with a collar. You know what, J-Dubs? You need to take off that button up there. It's like, it looks like it's strangling you. you. <laughs> I don't have anything to throw at him right now. That's upsetting to me. Just love. It was predestined to happen that way. You're such an animal. I want to spit in your face. <laughs> oh, thank you. What is that? Trash can. <laughs> hey, I, hand that back to me. Okay. I want you to write a written apology right now to the monsters. Who? And Cabin Boy. And Cabin Boy. Really? Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Do you think there's any chance? No. Go write a letter right now. A letter of apology to Russ, Dirty Jim, and Cabin Boy. And apologize for bringing them up in the same terms with gay porn. <laughs> Like, how am I supposed to write this? Go out? write it now. Figure it out. Okay. Get out of here. Okay. <sighs> what a moron. <laughs> I know you're sorry. Get out of here and go write your letter of apology, stupid. Let's go to uh, Heretic Ammon 386. Uh, What's up, bro? Uh, what do you got? I just saw on the Fox News ticker an 81-year-old man was killed by a stingray. Oh, they started, Jesus. They started with 
And then Dubs, we're under attack. We're under attack. The Stingrays. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. It's a hideout. We're already at 104.1. Yeah, it's a good kind of hurt. And she's living with that body. I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. Wrap it up, hour three. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. What? I guess Captain Spaulding has a lone wolf joke. Okay. Captain Spaulding. Hey. Hey. Well, you know, Satan is quoted in the Bible in Genesis when he tempts Eve with the fruit. And then in Job, uh, Satan and God have a conversation about how faithful and how to test Job. Now, that lone wolf guy, he's never alone with the schizophrenic. I got you. You know, the wolf always enters through the back gate, Mm -hmm. through the back of the pasture. Mm -hmm. But it's nice having a name called Lone Wolf. Wolves are appreciated in America. Who would a lone wolf marry, a skunk? (laughs) I don't know why it's so funny, but it kind of is. Oh, well. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Captain. Yeah. Hey, listen, oh, yeah. Montana, where men were men and sheep were nervous. <laughs> All right, go out on that one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, is this true? Somebody posted on hideoutheretics.net. Um, they know. I guess they know who the uh, hideout demographic is. It's on real. Radio, it's like a. It's a picture of realradio.fm in the podcast section. Mm-hmm. And it's of 1016. It's uh, Gazoo's new girlfriend, Heretic Callen, uh, Talon Calls Chunks. Yeah. And the ads by Google on there, Sex Offender Registry. Yep. Like all of them. Does that really happen? Uh-huh. Are you kidding? Makes sense. I guess so. Maybe they just type it in J-dubs and that's what pops up. Huh? Hmm. So i got to be more careful with this keywords, I guess. Uh, yeah, check tomorrow. Coming up, uh, Dubs, uh, Friday, we'll be broadcasting live from Halloween Horror Nights, and we do have a couple of extra tickets that I bought for my family mistakenly that we will be giving out uh, at the Matador from 5 to 6 o'clock in the hideout happy hour. So just come on out, fill a little slip of paper, we'll put it in a box, and uh, maybe even a hat or something. At 6, we'll draw the winner, we'll hand you the tickets right there, and we all head down for the live broadcast coming up. Hey, I want to play you a story when we get back. New Orleans, it appears, back to normal. Really? Mm-hmm. Dismembered body found cooking <laughs> in a stove, in the oven and on the stove. Mm. You got to hear it, Gumbo. dude. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Chance to win free beer at the end of this segment. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, kicking off Hour 4 on a Wednesday night. 
80s bumper music night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Kazoo has his apology ready. We'll get to that in a second. A couple things I want to get to real fast. Bush accepts Iraq-Vietnam comparison. In a one-on-one interview with George Stephanopoulos of, uh, Stephanopoulos of ABC News, newspaper column comparing the current fighting in Iraq to the 1968 Tet Offensive in Vietnam, which is widely seen as the turning point in the war, said it may be accurate. He could be right, the president said of uh, columnist Tom Friedman's article in the New York Times. <laughs> it's about time. Everyone else has seen it. Why can't you? Oh, I'm sure he has. He just doesn't want to admit to it. Uh, Dubs, I want to play this story real fast of New Orleans. All right. Just showing how things are uh, getting back to normal out there. Hideout download. Post-Katrina, the metro area has seen an increase in violent crimes and suicides. But officials may be investigating one of their most disturbing cases yet. It was a gruesome murder-suicide last night with the murder on the edge of the French Quarter and the suicide at a prominent hotel in the quarter. We caution you, this report does contain some graphic details. Lucy Bustamante has the story. He wanted to listen to jazz music on North Rampart last night. Instead, musician John Gross sat outside of King Bolden's bar, shocked. Yeah, that's beyond anything that I've, I've directly experienced before. Just a few doors down. I mean, she is dismembered. Police find a woman murdered in this apartment thanks to a tip from her killer. Her body in pieces. Police say the man who did this jumped to his death right after from the rooftop bar of the Omni Royal Hotel last night. But the scene at the Omni Royal Hotel was just the beginning of a long night for police. When they checked inside of the suicide victim's pockets, they found a five-page suicide note leading them to an apartment complex on the 800 block of North Rampart. Wow, when the detectives went in the apartment, they found a, uh, a dead white female that had been dismembered. Sources close to the investigation tell Eyewitness News they found her legs inside of the oven, her head in a pot on the stove, and the rest of her body in a trash bag. Police say her boyfriend even left her family's contact information for the police before he left for the Omni Royal. It appears he cleaned it up a lot before he left. Police say he planned the whole thing. I would imagine that he was in some serious mental anguish and pain. Uh, I couldn't fathom to think what caused him to do it, but he had to be in some serious pain to do it. Other than an increase in suicides in the city after Katrina, Captain Tony Canatella can't find a better explanation, and neither can those watching the scene. As there's a thin layer between... Um, being able to survive and cope and not being able to survive and cope. And I think those layers are getting thinner, too, for people. I, I just sense this general feeling of despair in the city right now. And being a working musician in the city, how do, how do we get people to come back to our city when, when these are the things happening for the locals? Lucy Bustamante, Channel 4 Eyewitness News. So this guy cut her body up put the legs in the oven, boiled the head on the stove, and, and the rest of the body in trash basically bags. Basically, the, the torso and the uh, arms were in a trash bag. Right. <laughs> you such an animal. <laughs> <laughs> 
terrible. I guess these guys were featured in the New York Times like right after uh, Katrina hit last year, so there are photos of them on Drudge. Photos of who? The the people? Yeah. Wow. Because I guess they had fallen in love out there. During Katrina? Yeah, during that whole thing that went down. So you just never know, man, when you're, you know, when you're falling in love. Who you're falling in love with and uh, what that person's going to do to you. Gazoo, do you have your apology ready for the monsters? Yeah, but can I tell you something just real quick? Okay. Um, THC, you know, that's a marijuana, it stands for tetrahydrocannabinol. That's what it stands for. And? Uh, well, I was just looking at the dictionary. I just want to let Radio you know Radio Roadblock. Yeah, thank you very much. Sorry about that. Um, but now on to the apology letter. Hold on real quick. Okay. Uh, about the uh, the lady who was cut up and everything. Before they found that note and everything, the police were stumped over what was going on here. No, we're not starting that again. We already did that once. Go relive that on uh, the podcasting on iTunes. <laughs> Beaten with his own leg. Look for that. All right, let's hear your apology to Russ Rollins, Dirty Jim, and Cabin Boy for bringing their names up inappropriately during a discussion that you were having about the differences between gay porn, male gay porn stars. Okay. Um, dear Russ and Dirty Jim, last night on the hideout, I did a bit where I was trying to describe gay porn. Things got a little out of hand, and I used you, Russ, and Dirty Jim as an example of a bearer to describe different types of gay men. I really didn't even want to mention anybody, but things just got a little crazy, and I was searching for answers. I'm really sorry I referred to you as a bear. I'm just a stupid intern who doesn't know his place. Maybe I need some discipline. You think you could help? Sincerely, Gazoo, entard for the hideout. What about Cabin Boy? Okay, ready for Cabin Boys? Okay, here we go. Oh, you have a separate one for Cabin Boy? Are you coming on and then doing this? <laughs> it, it sounds yeah. like you were asking to be punished, but... In a good way. No, I'm really sorry. And gay. I'm really sorry. Okay. Uh, dear Cabin Boy, last night on the hideout, I did a bit where I was trying to describe gay porn. Things got a little out of hand, and I used you, gay, uh, Cabin Boy, oh, as, as an example of a twink to describe different types of gay men. I really didn't even want to mention anybody, but things got a little crazy, and I was searching for answers. I'm really sorry I referred to you as a twink. I'm just a stupid intern who doesn't know his place. Maybe I need someone to discipline me. I really think you're cute. Think you could help? Sincerely, what? Kazoo. Intard for the hide. Oh, I didn't say that. That was just... Uh... All right, people want to know if that's an apology letter or a script from Rent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm really sorry. I, what, I like how he's taken, and whatever stupid character he's trying to do, he's taking it from whiny to, like, uh, bicurious. Sometimes it can be the same thing. Did you really put those in their boxes? Yeah. I want them to know that I did something stupid and I'm sorry. All right. You know how, yeah. Let's go to the Wild Hawk. Um, I want to talk about the lady that was decapitated in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was decapitated, right? Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's a neck hole? Oh, it's so <laughs> dirty. Beat it. Chuck Jock. Bottle Caps wants to know, why does Gazoo having, uh, have Foley writing his apologies? <laughs> <laughs> that does. That sounds like intern instant message theater. No, it doesn't. It's, it's, Let uh, me see the letters. Okay. Bring them in here. 
He's so uncomfortable. Out of control. He's sitting in here reading the dictionary. Alright, Simmons says, I'm waiting for him to say, I need your older, rough, more wise hand to guide me along this journey. <laughs> the discipline thing really doesn't need to be in there. No. No? Okay. Oh, this is so... Why is there a lipstick mark on that? It is. There's a kiss. <laughs> no, there's not. Shh, don't say that. <laughs> Again, any character you chose to do is just a little too over the top. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it has to be a cartoon. It can't be a real person. See, I'm not a real person. That's the thing. I don't know what I am. I'm just... Now you're just mumbling. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Let's go to Tardon in the 407. Hey, man, what's up? What's up, Tardine? I thought it was Talon, huh? Talon, yeah. Uh, what's up, buddy? Hey, not much. I just want to say thank you for the podcast. Oh, for you for you to have your own podcast where you call yeah. trunks all the time? Yeah, I went. I tried going You're welcome, to it Tardine. today. I tried going to it today, and it wouldn't work. No, like I was tell- yeah, I was telling Dubs earlier. Did you call Dubs? No, <laughs> AIM. How many times a day does uh, Talon IM you? Oh, I don't know, three or four. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. What and is and the reason it wouldn't download? Is because you're trying to uh, type it in on a speaking spell. <laughs> Such an animal. Thank you, Talon. <laughs> Thank you, Talon. Talon goes move. Hey. Yeah. Also, I'm weaning myself off of calling chunks. Uh, do it slowly. Work it only to three calls a day now. All right. Yeah. You don't want to go cold turkey. No, no one can go cold turkey from chunks. You know. Uh, Maybe Rush should just... No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh okay. no more. But no more. I've had enough. I don't want to take this any further, because I don't want it to seem like it's a sign of disrespect. No, Even though you have been. I, I love the show. Of course you do. We all do. Is we're he still big, there? We're a big yeah. family here. Hey, Tom, what's up, man? What's up, Hey, let me ask you, man. Um, have you ever done any exploring with yourself, with your own body, um, to see, you know... Where you might think you might be as a person? No. No. Have you had any interest in the same sex before? No. No. So you're not gay. Not like you in banana shorts or banana pants, whatever. It's yeah, like. I know that. That's that's. Um, it, oh my gosh, you're just weird. All right, no, you're cool, man. Just keep on doing what you're doing. You're just an awesome dude. Yeah. All right, man. So, do you want to hang up, or do you want to get some pizza later? The pizza sounds good, but five thousand. But hey, um, seriously, let's get some pizza because I need to eat, man. I need something pizza. You have a hunger. I have a hunger. <laughs> a hunger for what? You. <laughs> uh, no. No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just, I'm just yeah. joking on you. But no, in hey, all seriousness, you want to, you want to hang out sometime, man? No. No. I'm just hey, joking, Charles. man. I'm just joking. Yeah, it's all good. good. It's all good. Hey, you know what? You are so cool because um, pe- people just treat you terrible, and you, you have no idea about it. That's just, I just find that just <laughs> just so funny. You know, like uh, people used to do it to me all the time in school, and I just I would yell at them. Now? No, I'm not. I'm just being stupid. I'm I'm gonna leave the studio. Okay, I I gotta go, to talent. Just hang up, okay? Right. I'm leaving. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette or something. Yeah, Chunk should be the voice of God on the 
CD. Talon, Talon, what's up, man? What? Hey, I just went for my smoke break. What's up? Nothing. Hey, dude. Um, what are you wearing right now, man? Uh, shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, very cool. Like, uh, like what kind of underwear? Like, do you have boxers or briefs or? And why do you need to know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I ask all my I ask all my friends that. It's like a big conversation topic. Like, if you want to be in my cool clique, you got to know if you wear boxers or briefs. Seriously, man, what do you wear? And who put you up to it? I'm not putting up to nothing. No, no. I'm just I'm being like a friend to you, Talon, man. Just just answer my question, dude. We're cool, right? You like me? I, I like you, man. You're a cool dude. I think it's awesome when you come in here on Friday nights, man. You're just you're just so sitting around and being all cool, talent-like. You know, I'm Mr. Talent, and I'm just sitting around. That's cool, man. I do the same thing. But no, seriously, what kind of, boxers or briefs, man? I I pick you for a briefs. Nope. No nah, boxers. Sure. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, ever uh, wear a thong at all? It's cool if you do. I don't really don't care, man. No, never. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, I'm not chunks at all. Do you, hey, let me ask you. Do you think I would look good in a thong? Uh, mm, no comment. Not answering at all. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to ask a little bit more, you know, not as gay question. Um, You want to work out sometime, man? When? Um... How about after the show? Actually, skip that. Like, right now. Uh, well, no. we can wait after the show, but I'm just I'm just so excited to work out with you, Talon. I don't know what no. it is. No? Okay. Yeah, thanks for the airtime, though. But hey, um... You know... If you could eat the ass of one animal, what would it be? As food. As food. Uh, All right, enough. <laughs> it's the Hideout yeah. Real Radio 105. 4, Radio 104.1. Who's our final on-air qualifier for the final score square challenge? We have Heath from the 407. Congratulations, Heath, from the 407. That means you are now in the running for free beer from Miller Lite. Go to realradio.fm to see what your, uh, what your squares are going to be for this weekend's games, or with this weekend's game, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. We now will take two more people, just of those getting qualified on realradio.fm, for that chance to win free beer. From Miller Lite, and then of course the big grand prize at the end of the season. Let's go to Jeff Reen on the 407. Hey, Long time no talk, Jeff Reen. Yeah. Hey, bro, I've been away with my famous goat farmer, Papi. I love the way Papi Chunks cooked my eggs the other morning. He didn't just make them scramble, he had them fertilized. Cut that bitch off! Next call! That's one character I really would like to never see come back. Why? So annoying. Yeah, worst, exactly. Worst color ever. I always tell everyone, I go, screen him out, please. And Chunks is like, he's great. No. Just because he's talking about Chunks. He's awful. It makes me turn my headphones off. Really? 
I hate that one. Yeah. It's one I'm, I'm a fan I, of Jeff Rena. I don't Why? I don't ever, I don't think it's funny. There's nothing there. Poppy chunks? No, it's not funny. Hmm. Ugh. Uh, it's a good show until 10.25. And then it's going to be all downhill. Yes. <laughs> you know what's fun? I feel like going out tonight, like we're going to go out to the Matador. I'm so tired. I'm I'm kind of feeling sick, and I know my chick is sick. We may have to bail on it. Want to go next week? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. I feel bad. <laughs> Me but... too. I feel terrible about it, but I just don't feel up to it tonight. Chunks, call the Matador and tell them we're sick. We're not going to be able to make it down there tonight. But we'll see him next. Seriously, I just, I think next week I'll be in much better, you know, mood to party. What's going on right now? With I us? don't know. Your your chick isn't feeling well. No, I haven't felt well in the last three days. She's taking a Nyquil. Well, do you see how like baggy my eyes are? Yeah, it's terrible. It's not fat. <laughs> now you're gonna give me a complex. Because you're already manorexic, mm-hmm. as Drunkatron would say. Yeah, you do though. You look like a sad dog. I'm I'm happy. Now here's the problem though. Are you gonna go home and sleep? I'm gonna you... go home and watch Lost and then sleep. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Is it on right now? No, no it's the, over. The nine's on right now. Mm-hmm. Friday we're gonna do our uh, man. You know how I'm gonna I, wake up tomorrow and watch the nine though. You know how, I can't watch tonight. I may just go right home and go to bed. I can't skip over uh, Lost, but yeah. That's right. You're addicted to Lost. I'll lay down the whole time while watching it. I'll tell you that much. I need to get back on some sort of semblance of a sleep schedule. Oh. Just with my chick working out at Halloween Horror Nights, and she doesn't get home till like four. Why don't you go to bed before she gets home? I do, but then I wake up, and you know we have great sex. And... See, I can't wake up after I'm asleep. Like uh, my chick, uh, I will. Go, I go to bed about five, four thirty-five o'clock in the morning, and uh, she wakes up about six. Mm-hmm. And there's no waking me up when she uh, gets up. I sleep right through it. How do you guys deal with your relationship since you have completely different schedules? Like, she is at work all day. It actually saves a relationship. Does it? Probably. How? We've never spent a whole lot of time together. I think we'd spent too much, we'd uh, end up painting each other. At long weekends, by the end of the weekend, we're uh, like, all right, we're ready to go back to work. Is that positive? Sure. Why not? See, I actually like spending time with my chick, though. Homo. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Because I like hanging out with my chick. Yeah. We get along and stuff. Plus, I like to hang out with your guys. I need a group of guy friends. I need an entourage. I need a turtle. I'll join in. All right. The The wild wild hawk looks like turtle. Yeah, the wild hawk is now our turtle. (laughs) I thought he already lived with you. Oh, it's Brian Peppers. Sorry. The, the, the resemblance is eerie. James in the 407. That's not funny. Two midgets in the twinkle making my pick at plenty stinky is funny. God damn it. What the hell is that? I think that's Jeff Arena's brother, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Equally as funny. Yeah. Just not working, buddy. I do, I do feel, though, like I need some guy friends. What about me? I'm a dude. Whatever. I'm very doodly. I, I, I guess Wild Hawk's in. Just because he's here, it'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Absinthe Coma, you're in the 407. What's up? You all are going down to the Matador tonight, right? We were. You were? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that changed? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, 
I was going to say, I'm walking downtown, and I just passed a pile of human waste on the sidewalk, so it's a really <laughs> lovely evening here. <laughs> Another gorgeous Wednesday night in downtown Orlando. Yes. Where are you? What, what street corner? Um, no, I'm walking uh, right now down about uh, Church Street. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, so it's, it's great. Right. But what I wanted to say was, uh, contrasting the interns, uh, Napier Pillow Pants, who could not fill airtime to save his life, contrasted with Gazoo, who can fill as much airtime as you need him to without missing a beat, but it all happens to be just the most homoerotic, <laughs> right. gaining up the show sort of thing. Which do you prefer? I, it's so funny you asked that. Cause we were just talking about it. During and... the commercial break. And we hung him out so he couldn't hear a response. Hopefully he's got headphones. Yeah. And your point is? Gazoo is the first intern that we've had here in Central Florida mm-hmm. that I think works for the show. And wants to be on the air, getting airtime no matter what. No matter if it's getting ripped on, no matter if it's getting over, he always wants to be on the air. So he's constantly coming up with the stupidest things ever to get on the air. But Monday night, 45 minutes by his 44-year-old girlfriend... Funny stuff. Yeah. He does a good job. You know, he, he, No matter how uncomfortable it is, it is good to see an intern that wants to uh, be a character, be on the air. Here's the problem, though. And I mean this, like pulling back the radio curtain. Whatever stupid little character he's trying to create for himself, which is fine. I don't mind, you know, we all somewhat have them on the radio. It's too much. It's always over the top, turns into a B-movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like bad porno acting. <laughs> and if we could just figure out a way to not have that be so obvious, then, you know, I, th- I think he would be good on the air. See, I don't know that it's... I, I thought it was the same thing, too, but he's like this all the time in the office. Yeah, he doesn't turn it off. But no, that's no, why no. I'm not sure if it's... No, he can turn it off. And let me tell you why. I know he can. When we very first met him... He was normal. Yeah. In fact, I thought that he was going to be boring. You can shake your head now, but when I, I, when I when I met him, he was. When we hung out out at um, birthday birthday. No, I didn't see him at birthday oh. birthday. I saw him at the Phillips Fall Poker Tournament. Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. and I hung out with him for like twenty twenty five minutes. And he was normal. He was he was almost kind of boring. And I was like, ah, I don't know, whatever. I hope the boys like this guy, you know, because we're in need of a good intern. He seems like he knows a lot of stuff. He's done some radio stuff before, and he, uh, you know, he liked our buddy Ron and our buddies Ron and Fez when they were down here, and mm-hmm. you know, so he's got good taste in radio. You know, hopefully he can do something. So he was normal then, unless it took all the acting in the world for him to pretend to be normal then. He has an explanation for this. Okay. What is it? I'm not bidding at all, and I'm being 100% honest when I say this. Um, I'm on some medication, like when I first started the internship, that kind of just messed with my head a little bit. And it kind of happened, like things just started like going downhill for me, um, probably like two or three weeks in. And it just, I don't know, for some reason, like I can't have like... Um, I can't be constant in my characters. I, I just, I, I don't know what it is. You're just very up and down, and uh, yeah, uh, because I know a couple strange. times we'll be, uh, you know, we'll we'll tell you you suck or something, and like you know, and then you take it very personally, and other times you won't. Like uh, the other day when we kicked him off phones, I think it was yesterday. He had to go for a walk because he was just, Did he really? he was upset. He was legitimately upset. 
Well, I like that, though, if he yeah. was upset that he sucked at screening phone calls. I know, and I'm, I mean... Dude, you've been off with screening phone calls today. You suck. You're the worst phone screener we've ever had. Today he's been all right. No, he's been awful. You're going to go walk, you crybaby? Well, that has to do with the people that taught me, so I'm not going to say anything more about that. All right, people want to know what meds are you on. Um, I'm taking uh, something called Lexapro and Adderall. All right, Tommy, you're our uh, pharmacist here. What does that do? I know Same Adder- thing BJ's on. Yeah, Adderall's supposed to help you, like, stay, uh, concentrate. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, read and sleep for ADD, and I believe. Lexapro is an antidepressant, right? Antidepressant, anti-anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. More, you, more anti-anxiety than antidepressant, yeah. right? What yeah. are you depressed about? Well, I'm not really depressed. Like, how I feel is, like, I don't feel really happy. How's mm-hmm. your home life? Well, I want to move out. I mean, and... You live with your parents? Yeah. Do you love them? Well, of course, yeah. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I have a younger brother. How's he doing? He's doing all right. Um, how, how much younger? Uh, three or, uh, Two and a half years younger. Okay. So you guys are within age range. He's like uh, 18, 19. Yeah, we hang out all the time. Does he seem like uh, someone who's going to have to be on these meds, too? Um, No, he's he has other stuff. Okay. Well, What's wrong? All right, this isn't good news. When bipolar Steve is saying Adderall, good stuff. Uh oh. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's a lot of problems that tell go us, on behind the behind. You know, tell us some of your problems. Yeah, now, give, now you, give us a little you, insight. Well, now you have a chance to be real. Okay. I've, for the better part of the past year, and what my book, you know, what I'm focusing a lot of my attention on my book and what I've learned in therapy. All right, now you're bitten again. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm being 100 percent honest when I say this. Um, I've lost over $20,000 in gambling online poker. What? Yeah, he is a huge gambler. Yeah. Are the, you what, kidding? Our, I'm not our, kidding you. our first conversation that we had when you were interviewing was about gambling. Yep. I bet you you're not. <laughs> I didn't I had no idea. Yeah, I it was really bad. I mean, uh for geez, like a good weekend, like I, I must have spent like six thousand dollars online gambling because I was just clicking no. to add more money and more money and more money. And it on just, your credit cards or something or what? On my um, ATM card, debit card. On my debit card, and what happened you was you had twenty thousand dollars in cash to spend online. Well, not really because I took some of it from my grandmother. Ooh, you gotta be kidding me! Oof. I'm not kidding you. And right now, um, I've. Is I'm, she still alive? Yeah, she is. Um, I'm, you Trying know, barrier. I'm clearing things up. I'm, what, what I, what I'm planning to do is, is um, have uh, student loans take care of some of the um, <laughs> good plan. debt that I owe her. <laughs> so you're gonna take out student loans and not go to school and just pay back grandma with that and then pay those off. Well, I mean, yes, pay back is great. You have to take the bite the bullet. You know? How did you steal twenty thousand dollars from your grandma? Well, what happened was, is um, we had a. Um, secured loan together uh, mm-hmm. when I bought my car and uh, she had a bank account she had some CDs that she was saving up and I just took kept on taking money out of that CD and just using it on gambling must have been pretty bad at it pretty bad because what happened was I win a poker tournament and mm-hmm. then I go in the blackjack room and just waste it all oof you should play auto sometime <laughs> I heard he's not very good so mm-hmm. you should go in and win but I mean, I mean, you can't gamble online anymore. So I mean, I, I'm. You can't. Do they? Do they pass that where you can't? Yeah, do it? you can't even wow. deposit funds in there anymore. And I mean, I'm a good like three, four weeks clean from gambling. From gambling, yeah. Here's what I'd like to do. Here to poker night, hosted by Gazoo. Sure. 
<laughs> You're not clean? <laughs> well, I mean, we could do like like uh, like for charity or something. No, do it for money, we, cash, hundred dollars. Well, you have uh, twenty thousand dollars to donate to charity. Um. Yeah, bipolar sleep brings yeah. up a good point. You're the reason why Bush snuck in that online gambling bill. The rest of us can do it normally. You're the dumbass that's losing $20,000 and stealing from Grandma. I we know. can even do a game with the phone. He has a 50-50 chance. Is it going to be a male or a female on unscreen line three? Unscreen line three? What do you um, think? I would say 50-50. a male. Male? Yeah. You're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, I have a comment. You win. you win. You win. You uh, win, Gazoo. Wow. Wow. See, maybe you got it back. Yeah, you, you, you're on a roll. Get on line. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't it feel good to win? Partypoker.com. Yeah. Come on, Gazoo. You can do it. All right. Now, hold on a second. I want to see this. All right. 5,000 says... This kid is a compulsive liar. I'm not a compulsive liar. And I go, you think? Yes. Handies, 44-year-old woman, losing 30 G- 20 Gs. I'm going to bring up the bank statement for you right now and show it to you. I Bring do. it over. Okay. I do believe him because I've talked to him about it. I had no idea he had a problem with gambling. What are you doing at the football poker tourney then? That was before he uh, he kicked it, though. How far did you get? Oh, it got really bad after the that tournament. <laughs> No, I'm serious. It really did. Like, I, I would say about that time, like, right before I started the internship, mm-hmm. like, the first, like, from the beginning of the internship to, like, the past four weeks, that time frame, I, I lost, like, a majority of it. All right, bring in that bank statement. Okay, I'm printing it out right now. I feel bad that he bought me food yesterday now. No, I got money now. How'd you get money already? I got paid it out back. <laughs> you should be giving that to your grandma. Well, oh. the student loans are covering Screw that. Screw her, I need food. <laughs> yeah, she's lived so, her life. So, how old is your grandma? Are you waiting for her to die or what? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I didn't drive her to it. No, I mean... Are we going to end up reading about you on Local6.com? Just yes. to, you know... No, I mean, I'm... Tr- I'm fat-headed alien boy kills grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. I love her too much. She uh, let me take 20000 from her and not really care too much. What did she say when she found out about oh, the 20000 Oh, jeez, you have no idea. It was like yelling and screaming. Do, do, do and her voice and do your voice. Christopher, I cannot believe... Oh, like, like that, just really upset. And how did you explain it to her? Did, or did you just sit there with your hat in your hand saying you're sorry? I just uh, laugh. I just... I was just so like... Did you cry? A little bit. Probably the first time I've cried like in cheese years. Is that when you came out, too? Yeah, right. <laughs> Have you considered selling your um, incredibly oddly skinny body on the streets? Uh, you think I make any money? Oh, please. Are you kidding? You're you're a twink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're, you're a smooth little bottom. Well, you know, I mean, you know, I could go to Parliament House after the show, maybe. You know, it's an option. All right. I'm getting this. Be careful with the Adderall. Very addicting stuff mm-hmm. because it's an amphetamine. Are you serious? Yeah, it is addictive. That's why they you can't just stop it right away. Mm. Bet you can't go cold turkey. <laughs> oh, it's so tough. We got some unscreened calls. You wanna you wanna? You wanna guess? On? Okay. Um, what's line two? Line two is a white male, and I'm not even gonna guess his age. You can even ask his age. Um, I'm gonna say between 25 and 27. All right. Uh, you're on the air. What's your name? 
Jeremiah. Jeremiah, are you a white male? I am a white male. <gasps> How old are you? I am just turning 20 today. Ah, oh, see, almost. Like, you were close. Yeah, that's oh. why you're losing your money, man. It's okay, like a okay, slot okay, 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 let's do line three now. All right. Okay. <laughs> see, this is the problem. Okay, hang on, hang on. Oh, warm line. Okay, uh, let's do the warm line, see who that is. What? Let <laughs> me do the warm line. Okay. You think it's management? Well, or I you think it's like a guest or somebody that knows a show. Okay, this is okay. This is gonna be a black male that's 22 years old. <laughs> Wrong <What>? bitch. <laughs> Who is this? This is Sea Lane. <laughs> oh, Close enough. Oh my God, you just lost more money. What's up, Sea Lane? Jeez. Oh, Chilling, man. What are you up to? I'm uh, on my way to a bar listening to this guy's gambling uh, problem. Did you know about this? Is there other, our other uh, intern, unpaid producer, Sea Lane? This is the first I'd heard of it. When we interviewed him, uh, Tommy helped me interview him, and uh, Tommy let me help interview him, and I just heard about his like political science degree that he's taken. <clears throat> well, I uh, talked to him after that interview downstairs while I was smoking, and he was telling me about gambling. But he, I could tell right then the kid had some kind of problem. That's nuts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I know. All it's right. hard, man. Let's do line four. Okay, line four is going to be a... We got a break. Okay. We got to fit in two here. Uh, I'd love for people just to call up. I'll have the betting game with Gazoo. We'll put $10 in each one, Gazoo, all right? Sounds like a plan. You're paying, though. <laughs> it's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. It would. Running so, so true. Running so late. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Uh, Django says, if Kazoo's a betting man, I have a game for him. Russian roulette. <laughs> you know what? Let's bring in some kind of, like, uh, dummy gun and see if he would win or lose in Russian roulette. I, if we have one, I'd love to. I'd like to find one. Yes, the wild hawk. I have a, uh, a pellet gun at home. One with a uh, spinning chamber? Yeah. It's a, it is a CO, CO2 pellet gun. With a... That could hurt. Can we turn down the pressure on it? Uh... We can't have him put a pellet gun to his head. <laughs> Why not? He could kill himself. Not if we turn the pressure down to where it's just kind of spitting it out. Yeah, yeah it'll... Uh, it'll... The CO2? It probably wouldn't yeah. affect him. The bolts will probably just uh, spin around his head in orbit. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Uh, Big gazoo. Are we going to play the unscreen game? Do we have that? 4079161041 Gazoo? Yeah. I saw I'm trying to cheat, too. I'm All right. The off. Cheat. What? I'm not going to tell you what line I'm going to, but what is the next one going to be? The next person is going to be... By the way, we just found out Gazoo has a gambling problem. He's lost $20,000. Essentially stealing it from his grandmother playing online poker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ugh. I, I hate hearing that. Okay. It's going to be a white male. You stole $20,000 from your grandmother for your online betting? Oh, i, I got to take off my head. Oh, right, Come on, just guess. Okay. White male, 26. You're on the air. Mexican, 14 years old. Mr. McNugget. Wow. Okay. You're on such a roll, Gazoo. Come on. Okay, Get okay. it back. Get it back. Okay, come this on. is going to be the one. This is your makeup one. Okay. All on the line right here. You can make up all your money. Okay. Um, This is going to be a male... Under thirty from New York. What color? I mean, what color? What race? White male. You're on the air. You're on the air, sir. Ma'am. 
Oh, as a girl anyway. As a girl anyway. You no, lose. It was disqualified. No, no, not disqualified. You're oh for you're like one for two oh or one gosh. for seven. Okay, okay, let's let's get all let's get it all back here, double or nothing. All right. Okay. Um, seriously, twenty dollars. I got twenty dollars in my pocket. All right. You're willing to bet it? But what what do Throw I? Throw down. What are gonna be the what are gonna, all right? What I have to all say? you have to do? Okay. Is uh, age within five years? Okay. Race. Three years. All right. Yeah, age within three. three years. Race and gender. Ten dollars. All right. Okay, ten dollars. Right, it's all double right. or nothing. So my ten, uh, you could win ten, or you have to give me twenty. What? Yeah. Here we go. I don't want to play for money then. Let's play for money. Come on. Okay. You already owe us. You already one for seven. Okay. All right. I gotta get the the gender. Gender. Male. All right. Race. Race. White. And age within three years, so you, you have a little wiggle room. 21. 21. All right. You're on the air. You stupid, big-headed bitch. <laughs> uh, you couldn't have been big hands. Lester, big hands. <laughs> Male, black, and how old are you, Lester? 36 with a 9-inch foot. Uh, all right. <sighs> Bring me my 20, bitch. Oh, no. Bring it in here. Well, um, I, 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 uh, <laughs> Take it out of Grandma Fund and give it to Hefe. <laughs> All right. It's a hideout road radio what a four point one. Oops. <laughs> That's gonna do it for a Wednesday night in the hideout. Jam packed. Yeah, apologies for uh getting screwed up on the time there, but it happens. You got your money's worth. Okay, one more, double or nothing. Forty dollars to you, half a one more. All right, that's the other thing. We're doing the bets. Mm-hmm. So hideout Robert Radio one four point one. He owes me twenty dollars. I wouldn't take this one because I saw him trying to answer the phone. He's no, getting... I didn't. I did not hear a single thing they said. And I go, dude, where's my twenty? Oh, I don't have it. Oh, I'll pay you tomorrow. I pay swear. Over here. Hit you up then. Hit you on the flip side, man. You, ha- you do. I now I completely uh, think that he's telling the truth. He legitimately has a problem. Dude, just one more call, forty dollars. Alright. Okay. Well we gotta wait for someone else to call in real quick. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight. Alright, we got one. Hold on. Alright, what is it? This was a you knew exactly when they were gonna call. What is it? What Talk, is it? Oh I can't believe this. Okay, okay, okay. It's a white male I'm gonna do it same thing, white male twenty one. Within three years. Alright. What do we got here? Anti-Matt, you punk bitch. <laughs> Puerto Rican, 24. No, you're not. It says on your MySpace profile, like, 22. That's been hey, three years, but... Yes! But he's Puerto Rican, not he's white. He's not white. Puerto Rican, white, same thing. Not no, it's not. Oh, yes, Please. it is. We got one more quick one. We got a minute and a half. All right. One more. Okay. Do you owe me 40? That's what... All right. Okay, let's do this. Yes. Uh, white, white male, white male, thirty. Hello, you're on Hi, the air. This is Chris Rock. <laughs> Hello, Matthew. That's uh, black male, twenty-two. That's eighty dollars you owe me. Eighty dollars. So now tomorrow you're gonna bring me the bank statement, a picture of your old woman girlfriend, and eighty dollars. Okay. Will you settle on seventy-five? Give him a break. No. Make sure Grams is asleep before you pull it out of her wallet. <laughs> okay. This is a really fun bit, guys. I'm going to head out of here. Wake up with the Monsters in the Morning. Shannonburg Middays. Phillips Hall in the Afternoon. Hideout's back at 7.
Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talk good. McCain in 08. Question everything and stay classy. Hideoutheretics.net, fullblownage.com, realradio.fm. If you want Halloween Horror Nights tickets for our live broadcast on Friday, join us at the Matador from 5 to 6. We got two and a parking pass. Matador Hideout Happy Hour every Friday from 5 to 8. We'll go there. We'll get you those tickets, and we'll go down for the live broadcast. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.